Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we're listening to the Community Podcast. Honest, uncensored, and unedited discussion about life and everything in it. So sit back, relax, and let's start the show. You do yeah. know I'm not the bad guy. All right, go on. <laughs> Just but you must agree with me when I say certain things. I'm only saying it for society. Do you not... You uh, it depends on what the thing is. I think when la- uh, not last week, the week before, when you were basically over uh, uh, calling for the overthrow of the government and all the systems, I was a bit like, okay, right, that's, a pol- a that's an opinion. Yeah, yeah. But I stand by it. I will defend it, and yeah. it is the right. And <laughs> it's only you have to you can push it, and then everyone else's opinion doesn't stand up because it's leave it as it is. And you go, no, right, okay, forget that. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been to the cinema a couple of times in the last couple of months. Yeah. I'm not even going to get on about the people in it, right? Oh. Because it's. It was beyond a joke. Like, it was properly beyond a joke. So I'm not even going to go on about that because people act like bloody pigs. Right, both times. One of them was, like, mental, so I had to leave. I left because I thought, I'm going to kick off here. Like, I can't put up with it any longer. And 20 minutes in, I'm thinking, I'm losing it. I'm going to black you out. I'm not 20 gonna go. minutes into the film? Yeah, so I pushed it and took trying to leave it, like, not be stressed by this fucking idiots. And no one's saying nothing. And then I thought, right, I've got to get out of here because I'm thinking, like, where's my car? Where's the camera? Where am I going to... If this happens, what's going to happen right away? And then they're going to jump over that seat, and then I'm going to, and then I'll be able to go that way. I'm thinking, no, what am I thinking? You're planning out the fight. <laughs> <rather than laughs> the no, I, I think. Yeah, that's so. what I was doing. But I was playing with like the Sherlock was. Holmes thing. He's, he's got his escape Well, they were drunk, yeah. and there's uh, a group of them. So I'm thinking, it's not going to go. There's no talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's gone. That's not going to talk. Why were they allowed in the cinema? There's the thing is, I don't think drunk people should be allowed in cinemas. Like I think you're allowed. As, um, in fact, most chains now, even like, because it used to be just the small ones, but I think most chains will let you buy booze. There, I mean, yeah, you see like the restaurants in Yeah, but I just think why right. Well, they let them in, and <sighs> they would right. So as the door opened, two seconds in, I'm thinking this isn't going to work. Yeah. Two before I've seen them, the guy sits them down. I look at the person sitting them down. He's 16, doesn't give a shit, and they didn't shut up. Also, and the he's film get his head kicked in anyway, isn't it? That's <laughs> but the film already wage. started. Like the first, so you're half an hour late anyway. Mm. So the film's already started, and they sit down and they're talking. Like they're not in the cinema, not mm. being rude. They're just mm. not talking like they're in the cinema. Uh, they're talking like not they're in the cinema, and they're talking. And you, you give them a couple of minutes to sit down, but then they're just chatting like about something that happened in the bar. And then they're talking, and I'm thinking, right, the music is going to calm them down. No, they're talking over that. Right, it's a quiet bit here. No, they're still talking. And the woman went turned around and said, "Excuse me, do you mind? Like we're, we're trying to listen to the show." Yeah. They quietened down for a couple of minutes, started up again. Then there was a little argument between them. And it's twenty, and I'm now. I'm not joking. I'm literally like my hands. I'm just like telling you what yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> this is twenty minutes, yeah. not five minutes, not ten minutes. You've given them every hour, and there's nothing's changed. And I'm thinking, right, I'm here. I'm going to say something. I know what's going to happen. Somebody's going to go. Time to go fuck myself. I'm going to say something. Then <laughs> he's like going to go for me. Well. <laughs> yeah, he's going to go for me. He's going to go down. So the one behind him is going to have to jump over him. So he'll jump on the chair. Right. So where I'll do that. Do that. I'll walk out calmly. I'll just get the car. Where's the car? Right, it's by the exit. It's right by the exit. So, and then, and then they kept going. And I'm thinking, this is mental. I've got to go. I can't. So and I thought, I'm going to say something as I leave. I thought, no, th- there's no mm. backing off. It's going to go. So I left and I went to the manager. I said, I said, right, you've got to fucking go in there. And he went, oh, I'll have a word. I said, mate, there's no word with them. What are you talking about? Chuck They're going to shut yeah. up for two minutes. And that's halfway. He said, the film just started. I said, no, it was half an hour ago. But, um, Anyway, so that's not a thing. But so, when I'm walking out, I walk past McDonald's. Now, I don't go to McDonald's, but I, I look in it just as like as a zoo. Like a, it's just <laughs> building up pattern recognition. <laughs> I like to see what human beings are doing at certain levels. So I always look in just to see how they act and what people are doing. Just not, that's what I do. 
And I looked in the corner, it's quite a big one, and there's um it looked like a kid was sat on a windowsill or something, but like in his eight his eighteen nineteen. I thought, how is he so high up? I couldn't see him properly. And as I walk past, um it's quite a big one, I'm, I'm walking past. They've got what looks like a stack of giant Lego, but if each Lego block was like a foot across. Yeah. And it's all sort of looks like a mountain. It's all like doesn't make sense. There's bits here and coming out here. And I saw on the side of it, sit anywhere. And what it is, everyone sat but like with their feet up, one guy was lying down texting and people just sat on all these boxes but <laughs> but were hard and it said, Yeah, yeah please sit here, please sit here, but on the side like that. That sounds like a weird experiment. Like what like So what they've d- they're basically just saying, Look, come in and sit like children and it was just kids in the twenties, early twenties, maybe teens. Sat well, with their feet hipster. up. It sounds very hipstery. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they were. I mean they were teenagers in the early twenties, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I just he had his feet up and I thought, fuck, you're in a restaurant and the thing is the company Restaurants are loose turn. Yeah. Well it's McDonald's, so <laughs> like the, it's the lowest standard of food you can <laughs> yeah. get. It's where the the weakest of the wheat go. And oh, I can hear I've got an, I've got an email here from McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. <or yes. laughs> I'll stand by anything I'm saying. It's, it is Opinion. the lowest. I'll tell you well, who's lower yeah. than you. So and I thought as I said to you before, it's just like an, it's one more step down that nobody really cares mm. about. But it is a definite, well, you're in a public place. Just sit up on the boxes and do what you want and put your feet up anywhere. But I mean, it, it How tall are these boxes? The, up to about five and a half feet, I reckon. Because it was on my shoulder level. Right. But they, it was about it 18... sounds like No, it, it was about yeah. 12 foot wide, and uh, 12 foot long and about six foot wide. It was all messed. Yeah. And people were sitting there. One guy was so lying flat, texting like that. And there's other people with legs up, and I thought, and it says on it, like, please sit anywhere you want, like, and we call in trendy. But you're in a fucking ra- Why is a bar gone down again? So the next thing would be, well, just take your shoes off when you walk, just put them here. Mm. Like, uh, they. I it's don't want that. Now, that's not me, compl- but we're talking <laughs> about the social contract. That is a definite other step. That, that's a visual. Don't give a shit. You're not. You d- you're at home, do what it's you want. It's just an odd environment. Like, if you, yeah. if you have that, say, I don't know, if foils did that. You know, or the, uh, the bookshop, bookshop, you know, or, or back in the day when borders were still a thing, <laughs> oh, yeah. that you could go in. I mean, the reason they went under was because they never really encouraged you to buy the books. I was just yeah, like, just I'll just have shop. a read, yeah. and, you know, like the, listen to the music and everything like that. But you could understand it in that environment, like sit where you want and be relaxed yeah. and da, 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 maybe even in a museum space. But in a restaurant, is that's weird. Yeah, but and it's just and it's the feet up gradual I don't, down. I don't want people's feet but up. But you're anywhere. lying down. And it's that thing of... <laughs> Dropping chicken nuggets. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's the thing. They've, they've got those awkward little chips. The little um, French fries. Yeah. What we call them here fries. Yeah. They would just yeah. end up like in little, little everywhere. Yeah. Looks and crannies. Especially if you're in a white van, you'll always find yeah. a chip down the side. <laughs> 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 oh yuck. <laughs> um, but that's that's another thing of you don't have to act any differently from when you're at home to here. Like the first time I went to the cinema, not literally. I mean, like recently, and a guy walked in. The film started, I don't know how long, 20 minutes it was, it started. And he walked in, and I'm annoyed straight away. And of course, he sat next to me, mm. sits down. The first thing he does is he sits down, like jacket on and everything, sits down and puts the thing back, recliner. Mm. And this thing of in like. The cinema? Didn't even yeah, they've got the luxury yeah. seats. One of these posh ones. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's not, but mm. it's the luxury one. But you say, so and then he sat down. And again, I'm noticing everything. He sits down, he's got his jacket on. And I'm thinking, that jacket's coming off at some point. Why would you not take it off as you've sat down? Why am I thinking what you should be? And then he, goes, he sits down, so he sits there, pulls the thing straight up. I'm thinking, you pig. Like, you really are a pig. I pay extra because I've got the space. 
but I'm not putting my bloody feet up. Like I'm, I've yeah. got some sort of dignity. But again, another little step down. You're at home. Don't worry. You have to have differently when you're around. But you're at home. Don't worry about it. And then he's doing this with his phone. So the light. I was going to say the phone would have come out. He but sounds sh- like a phone. I'm assuming person. he's turning it off. And then he <laughs> goes to turn it off, and he does that and puts it down. But as he does that. Hear the click. Like it, it clicks when I'm thinking. Right. That means just it's not on it's silent. Not, yeah. That's the third. Ding, ding, ding. I'm thinking, third strike is it? But this is all, and I'm sitting there thinking. I'm trying to be a better person, but this is like not, you can't just do this. So the jacket, the turning up late, the phone, and I'm thinking, how do I know what's going to happen here? So instead, you get, oh, God, get up, take my jacket off. Why, why was that not all automatic in your head yeah. to take that off? Why, when I heard the click, did you not know that, oh, my phone is not on site? Why am I t- thinking what you're not yeah, doing? He doesn't, want, he doesn't want it on site, doesn't he? Because he needs to answer the... But anyway, so th- and then... In, in his brain, I'm and not saying he's right. I'm, I'm not, saying yeah. brain, I'm not being funny, but he, he, was, he was a fat guy, right? Really fat, not overly, not chubby. He was a big bloke, and uh, so I know he's not managing his life properly anyway. So, <laughs> he's, he's, well, it's, it's a literally the visual interpretation yeah, of somebody's not managing their life. They've got no control. So he's certainly he's doing all this shit wrong. He's got his feet up straight. He's not bothered. That and um, about. Uh, I'd say just over halfway through the film, he's eating the bloody things and all that, which is now the film started, mate, and you're eating. He gets up, he comes back in with another Coke and a popcorn. Uh. Like, you couldn't make it. You've just shoved a fucking shitload of calories into your body, and you couldn't make it for 45 minutes. So you had to annoy it by getting up and going back out and coming back in. Just the shame of it. Would have, like, you're, not, you're full, and you're feeding yourself more. But after he arrived and he sat there, it, I swear to God, it must have been 20 minutes. So I'm talking about 30% of the way into the film. Some other people turned up, about four of them. No, and then they're doing the camera thing. The yeah, the door like, locked. The time you've got all that, you've got, it's, it, you get about 20 minutes of adverts oh, and training. Yeah, it's yeah. So more. So you've got yeah. plenty of time. Yeah. I'm sorry, once the film starts, no. And yeah. they walked in and then they got the lights. The, we're, yeah. we're, and down. the lights are going oh, in. Yeah. And I'm thinking, this is after this guy. And I kept thinking like, how are you not ashamed? And the thing is, food everywhere. So yeah. you were late mm. and you thought, well, I've still got to queue up and get my food yeah. to walk. No. Right. What time are we meeting? Nine. What time is it? It's 9.40. Well, forget it. We're not going to, I'm not walking in halfway through the film and getting yeah. the food. Yeah. Or if we do get there late because the car broke down, you're not ordering food. We're going yeah. in. I mean, I definitely didn't have my near, order my near as, as I was running late. No, you've gone. Well. Don't forget to drink your lovely water. I'm going to drink our water as well. Yeah. 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 A lovely mint hotel water. Um, <laughs> I was, suffer- I was at the actual theatre the other day. Oh. And people turned up late. See, that's and they were even because you've got no excuse. There was like now. 12 of them. There was an entire row. There were two rows in front of us and basically an entire row of empty seats. And I was like, what were you watching? That's a bit weird. Went to go see Book of Mormon. Again? No, but that's the same, oh, the time the you same one. I oh. say the other day, I mean like oh, okay. a couple of weeks it's ago. The, it's colloquial <laughs> the other day. Three years ago. A few weeks back. <laughs> see, um, I would be really annoyed by that. No, Because now you've got live. Mm. Yeah, those people on stage, like as much as it might, because I've been on stage before, when the lights are on, you can't actually see more than a few rows of people, yeah. um, you know, in the in the audience. But you can tell when You've there's movement. Yeah. Like, and, and again, the ushers had like the little torch and they 
You know, shined down. Yeah, no. I blame, not, I blame no, the theatre. I don't even blame agreed. them. I blame the theatre now. I didn't now. think that the theatre's at UN. That's a live performance. I'm, I'm really surprised by that. because Yes, yeah, same. Because I can sort of... I don't it agree with it. It was right near the start, but even so... Nah, tough titties. Even so. so. Theatres must have a cut-off point. They must. I would, you would think what so. What theatre was I it? I don't know if it's because there's so many of them right, or yeah, what the go was, but... It's wherever the Book of Mormon's on. Doesn't matter. We're not going. We're all meeting late. We're not going. We'll do it another time. Exactly. But why would you be late? Because they're so expensive. Well, this is the thing. They all were dressed up all night. So I don't know if they'd gone to dinner yeah. or something. But not really an excuse. Well, there might have been a coach that broke down. But then cancel it. We're going for a meal instead. We're not walking into a theatre. That's too embarrassing. That's shameful. Yeah. Hundreds of people who've paid a lot of money to go see yeah. this. And you're standing up. There's 12 of you. You take forever to sit down. So I can't see for a good few minutes. Oh, I was quite angry. No, I think that's quite reasonable. <laughs> like, the, because the cinemas, you can understand that there's 12 screens and yeah. they cut down. So, because so, obviously that's down to the chain. It's like mm. you can afford, I'm sorry, you can afford someone on, on whatever salary there are to have somebody in every single thing. You <coughs> just don't want to. You're passing on this cost saving, the annoyance to your customer because yeah. you don't care because mm. you're like, well, whatever. But at the theatre, you know, where there's what, two entrances probably, or, you know, you've got to come in through the one door and then you just say, no, the fucking yeah. thing started, yeah. pardon my French. You know, and it's, and I think as well with theatre, you're already having to suspend your disbelief so much. Yeah. Because obviously, this isn't Africa. This is yeah. a stage in the West End. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. not got that same thing that film does because of the way it dims yeah. the lights and suddenly you're in and it can sh- CGI you Africa or it can do wherever it can be. But I think things space. like, especially like in London, so many because being from New Zealand, so many people save for years to come to the U- to come to London, and they might only have time to go to one show. And then, yeah, and, and then you, you have that, and that's that's the thing that you like part of you, so your experience. So our theatre's not known for like locking the doors at a certain. Well, time. I thought that they did, but I'm I'm wondering if it's because it was fairly so near the start. But the thing is, it started. Yeah. That's the way I see it. The I whole thing is when it starts, it starts. Yeah, I would say from when it starts, the first word spoken, you're not going in, mate. Actually, I have seen people turn up like it was for. Um, Oh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, mm. and people. A couple of people turned up late from that, and but that kind of was okay. <laughs> That's because they were still putting them dragging no, the yeah. in the wigs. <laughs> <money. laughs> but it kind of worked because they. Um, there's a bit of ad libbing in the show, so yeah. I can't remember the character's name. But they started, you know, teasing oh, them right, about the yeah. fact they were late. They yeah, were like, "Oh, hey, right. nice, to, good to have yeah. you here. Yeah. Can I get you anything? Yeah, like yeah. A, a watch, maybe." Yeah. Something that yeah. tells you the time. How <laughs> like embarrassing as and well. Yeah, and Amazing. Those people will never be late again. Oh, they were right at the front as well. So oh, they were absolutely rinsed, you know. Genius. So everyone could see them because the light's coming from the stage and the fact that yeah. the uh, the performer was pointing them out and mocking them. Is out. that ad lib, that Pr- Priscilla thing? Um, just parts of it. It's only really? the very open. Only the very open because oh, okay, right. it's a sort of, you know, what they call the jukebox musical. So they have songs from anything that if it fits the scene. But there was, um, in the opening bit, there's a bit where the character kind of seemed to be doing a little bit of stand-up. I don't know how much was ad-libbed, how much is thing. And then, obviously, I think the people just turning up. Because you can't not acknowledge it, because they were pretty much right. the front row. But just the fact is, nobody said, look, let's leave it. We're not going, we're not going to late. It is so expensive, though. You know, but you can you, you get your money back? Or you buy no, oh, no, not no. if you're late. No. It's quite expensive. Cinema's not going to give you, I mean, cinema, and cinema isn't cheap. Cinema's, what, 15, 20 quid in mm-hmm. London? Like a cheap one is probably twelve. Peter, uh, um, producer Peter, it, uh, the opera. Does anybody ever walk in late? Yeah, no, but that's perfectly reasonable. <laughs> you get a screen outside to watch it on. What that's the opera? Amazing. Where? Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What opera did you go to the other week? This is terrible production, but go on quickly. <laughs> You're asking. 
but where where's this one you go that's got the TV Common Garden and there's a screen outside oh in the foyer Oh, so you just have to stand at there. That's quite smart. Because there is always an interval. So if you can, like, watch yeah. it somewhere yeah, yeah, yeah. and then... But the thing is, I've seen other other instances where there'll be seats where someone's clearly not turned up and then in the interval, somebody's got a worse seat will just kind of see it and <laughs> go, I think oh, that's, God, I think that's one. fair, though. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 This is well, why should yeah. I have the restricted view? Absolutely. Does Book of Mormon, does that have an interval? Uh, yes. But haven't you got all that kerfuffle of n- people not coming back in Oh, that time my and gosh. That? And that's almost even worse. I'm like, come on. Like queuing up for or the drinks while we, we had it. Um, same show, actually. We'd come back. Well, we didn't even go for the interval to get anything because everyone gets up and goes, it's not even worth it. Like, yeah. honestly, you've got 15 minutes and there's a Unless queue you're dying for the toilet everyone. or something. Yeah, so we, we just stayed at our seat and I was right on the edge. And this lady, she'd gone, got something. I think she'd gone to the, to the toilet. She'd come back. So everyone had to stand up for her. She's about halfway down down the aisle. Goes to go back again. And we're all kind of sitting there. Everyone is basically back in their seats because it's clearly about time to start again. She decides to get up, Ugh. go past us all again, go buy an ice cream. Oh, just not even needed. It's had to come needed. back to get cash from her partner because she did, they didn't have a card oh machine. No. So she came back. <laughs> we all had to stand up. She went, got the cash, went out again, got her, th- came back. In. We're like... God, that's horrid. Honestly, just, just where is so your social like yeah, awareness no of you've got a dozen care. people or whatever? Because yeah. you can sort of understand where you go, oh, I kind of need the loo, but actually I think I can hold it. And yeah. then it gets yeah. towards the end of the break and you go, do you know what, actually, I'm not really not confident yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you don't need ice cream. Ice cream. Like, you need to go to the toilet. And you've inconvenienced you know. me four times now. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah if, if somebody's getting up, you just want to say to them, don't be coming back yeah. in with food. You better be going to the toilet. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. When that guy, when I when I left, I was so fuming that the big fat guy, that um, <laughs> when, he, when I finished, oh that guy, yeah, I had to, it was so ridiculous. I said to him, "Do you enjoy your food?" And he went, "Yeah, I did. Oh, good, good, good." Like, I had to <laughs> meet him with sarcasm. I fucking did. And he wouldn't even realise it was sarcasm. No, I don't think he did. No. He was just in oblivion. But you had to get up again. So even if you were hungry, you're physically, I don't know what's wrong with your body, you are physically hungry, you should have that voice that goes, I can't get up and get a load of food again. It not, just not while so the film is starting. You've got all that time. Well, no, again, but he's, he's late, come in yeah. with food. So yeah, you're exactly, late so and you queued up. But then halfway in, you're going to go out to get more food. I'd be so yeah, fucking no. embarrassed. Yeah, that's... But so there's twi- twice, two times I went there, both times problems. And the last time I was thinking... This is mental. Like, society can't carry on. Like, these people that fuck it up for everyone else. Mm-hmm. That's why I go to the cinema during the day. Less people. That's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Well, going to the cinema, cinema in the during day. the day, yeah. No, it's, no, like, it's great. You basically yeah. get the whole thing to yourself. I have yeah. been, I've genuinely been to the cinema and I'm the only one in yeah, there I've for, had like, a big well. screening. Well, I went to one. <laughs> I kind of feel like, oh, should, I, should I do something? <laughs> yeah, did I like, do something wrong? But also, should I do something scandalous <laughs> just because yeah. I can, you know? I, the one I went to was a local small one and mm. the film had been out for a while and it was a good film, but um, it was like, fairly quiet. And then the second one, I thought, oh, yeah, that's not too bad. Go to the cinema, go again. But it was the film just come out and I hadn't realised it. It's fucking full of people. I was like, fuck, there's people everywhere. I, I just, I want to just walk into a cinema don't worry about the restaurant. I don't need no food. I'm not a pig. I can mm. walk and sit down for half an hour. I want to walk in. I should take some ticket. Polite. Thank you very much. I had a good chat with a guy in a call centre the other day. Ooh. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to say that as a positive. So, um, it uh, is the new. So, new. so I walked in. Walked <laughs> in. I want to sit there. Maybe four other people. One couple. So they're going to be polite in their thirties. So it's nice and quiet. Mm. Um, and then some straggler somewhere. 
Then they leave you alone and the film ends. That's what I want. Yeah. I don't want that food. I don't want dinner. I don't need to be at home. I don't have to kick my shoes off. I don't want groups of 10 people. I, I think I might one day just get my own, you know, little cinemas. When you're rich, you get like a, your own little cinema. You just walk yeah. into yeah. it. But who was, um, oh God, who was the billionaire? The one that went crazy in the Harry planes. Yeah. yeah. I don't you might end up like you're that. You're going to be like him with jars of wee. With I'll jars of urine. With, with your long... <laughs> Yeah, don't he, knock the door. <laughs> don't yeah. feel like I missed a story here. <laughs> oh, you should have seen it. It's um, what's the film? Uh, Aviator. Uh, the Aviator. Yeah, I mean, there's been quite a few yeah. things about him, but he's um, he was just an eccentric, kind of politely billionaire. I mean, I think actually, all jokes aside, he obviously was quite mentally. Oh, he was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he always had um, obsessive compulsive disorder. But the real, you know, not the person, you know, there's so many people now. Go, oh, yeah, I'm so OCD about oh, checking yeah, my luggage. Like, no, 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 no. You just, just want to make sure your house yeah. is locked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, there's that other OCD, the, the proper OCD, where yeah. you have to do things in numbers yeah. and sequences. And if you don't, you have to start again and you have to, you can't. I used to sleep. have that. I, I managed to knock it on the head, though. Like, if I put trainers down, mm. it would be on my mind for the rest of the day. <laughs> and I had to purposely just start throwing shit down just to f- annoy myself with everything so then I'd just forget. Yeah. But yeah, numbers, again, things have to add up. Why? Yeah, I don't it'll know. be like, you have to turn your light switch off in, yeah. you know, 18, in se- times, or 18 times and then three times and then, you know, 19 times and four. But some weird sequence and it's got to do that. And if you get it wrong, you have to go back to the beginning. Yeah. So you're getting three hours sleep because you're just, all you're doing is turning this light switch off. I mean, that's, you know, that's yeah, not the only form of it. If yeah. I've watched, it's, um, because I really like that film. Anything with some like lunatic that nobody understands, I, I sort of get it. I understand right. that. But um, yeah, it goes to that point where if you, I think if you've got money, you can get away with it. If you have to need a, a normal life and you have to work on a building, it's like, forget your OCD, mate. It's going to get kicked out. Mm. Like a friend of mine said to me, it's funny when people go to jail. Suddenly nobody's got OCD and they're not allergic to anything. Yeah. Eventually you just go, oh, like, it's just some sort of... But I think of if you're a billionaire as well, you can also, um, or if you're rich or so, you've got, You've got staff to basically cover up yeah. for you. Oh, Howard can't ever, yeah. you know, can't come to the phone. Yeah, right he now. would vanish for like a year. Nobody would. Yeah, get, only one person could talk to him. They had to talk to him through the door and all. Yeah. that. Oh, terrible. Sorts, you know, you think um, uh, Michael Jackson didn't he? he had whole yeah. teams of people who were just sort of there to keep yeah. him. Yeah, there's no buffer to stop it. He just sort of go with it and yeah, whatever he wants. Let him do it. Let him do it. Well, that's why dangles. You know, there's no one to go. Yeah, don't maybe don't dangle the baby out the window. <laughs> you know, they're going. Yeah, that's a great idea. Michael. Oh, do you yeah, know what? Really what, what was the positive thing I was about to say? Then I forgot it. I was just about. Oh, it was about the you were talking to the usher and they were. Oh, the call center. Yeah. Call center. So oh, remind me center. about the baby hanging out the window because <laughs> there's another positive story oh, to do God. with that. So, <laughs> the call center. So I phoned up a guy. What was it about? I think I was t- changing my bank details. I, lo- I lost. Uh, I lost my bank card. Got another one. Lost that one. <laughs> so anyway, so I had to phone up again. <laughs> it's mental. So I was dealing with ten things at once. Um, so I phoned up this, this American firm. Hi, how are you? And he was very polite, really professional. And there was a fine that I was supposed to pay. He said, oh, do you know what? I said, oh, I've waived that fine for you. So I was talking to him, American. Sir, yes, sir. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you. No problem. Give me a second. How are you anyway while I do this? So how are you? Yeah, everything good. Okay, great. Too much. And I said to him, I said, do you know what? I said, that you have the most friendly disposition of anyone I've ever spoken to on in a call center. Like, he could have been the CEO. He was that concerned. It wasn't fake. Mm. Wasn't a, a, it wasn't a script. He was managing a conversation yeah. perfectly. Like, I analyze everything. And at no point did he flaw any point of it. Did he talk too much about that? Did he not say anything? Like, he gave the, the fine back. He didn't have to. 
He, you know, when he was doing stuff, he was asking about other stuff. He, I'm sort of that. He just give me uh, 15 seconds. So, okay, two more seconds. One second. But uh, I said to him, I said, you have got, he's an American fella. He said, I said, you've got the most friendly disposition of any person I've ever spoke to on the phone. And he said, oh, that is so kind. You've made my day. Blah, blah, blah. I didn't get my coffee today. And I was annoyed. But that yeah. has made my, thank you. Have a great holiday. And I thought, oh, do you know what? Those people are out there. He's just in a call center. And he's just, he, uh, uh, yeah, I was thinking, I hope it will be all right in life because he deserves to be from that. Um, so the baby, ha- that was a good point. So the baby hanging out, one of the people I admire, right? <laughs> so I have a go at people, bec- but it's almost the people who got the least. It's, so, it's easy to act a certain way, say for like a celebrity. People say, oh, I know so-and-so. Yeah, but you, well, you're a journalist. So you don't see the real them. You think with the camera's off. No, they're still talking to the camera because you're a journalist. They're manipulators if you're that mm. successful. <clears throat> But it's people that just didn't have to do anything nice and the world's against them, but they still act with dignity and I love. Um, you're going way back. So um, I remember watching the Louis Theroux documentary and it was one where he goes to see Michael Jackson. So that's how far back this is going. You know, yeah. where, where Mike, And it was the one where, at the time, Michael Jackson held the baby out the window. It was that time. Mm. So that's when it was. And um, so he goes there and anyway, this, this is the whole thing. And uh, Michael Jackson's driving off, and the crowd's around him, and he's trying to—he's not getting anywhere, and he drives off, and the crowd's all over the place. So the, the things go, the crowd starts to disperse, and he turns his camera, and there's a fat chick, right, right at the back of the like um, uh, the crowd. All the crowds sort of walking. The fat on. people just getting cussed today, aren't yeah. they? No, well, it's, well I'm just this, look. If somebody said to me, "Look, the bald guy, the, the tattoo, the ape-looking fella." Yeah, he's just throwing some things to say that's what he looked like. Um, so. She, they walked up and she was crying at, on her own oh. and they went up to her and they said like why are you crying and all the crowds are gone and she's saying it's so annoying and I remember this to this day I think it's actually like 33 minutes in like I remember the he said why are you crying what's it and she said it's just I never get to see him and he's going well why don't you she said it's annoying she said because everyone crowds around him and I try to stand I'm going to get emotional to think about it <laughs> she said I tried to stand back to give him his space Every, I always, I'm always yeah. at the back because everyone crowds, but I think it's rude, so I try and stay back here. But then I never get to see him, and I thought she, that's she's everything a human being should be right there. Like that's she should be running governments. Do you know what I mean? That personality, that DNA strand that you've got inside you. That she, thought she wasn't, didn't know the camera crew going to be there. She was talking through tears. She didn't know. She was just. No one's going to know, but I'm going to stand way back here. Even though I've come to see him, I'm going to stand back here just to give him his space, knowing I'm probably not going to see him, but I'm still going to stand here, and no one's ever going to know about it. And I thought, that people like that, I remember her. That's how you act. Mm. When nobody gives it, nobody's there to film it, nothing. You just have to act that right way. And it's not going to pay off, but you do it anyway. And I thought that was absolutely fucking amazing. So I always hold her up in my head when I think of good people. Mm. That's how you act. Nobody's going to know, no, but you do it anyway. You act sort with Sort of decency. respecting his space and remembering that yeah, he's, and a, he's no, a human as well. No, there's no good point to that. She's not going to win over anything. She's no. not going to come out and can't. So, but she's still done it. Even though I'm, I'm messing myself up here, but I'm not going to do it for that point. Of just a, and I thought, that, there you go. That's what it's like to be a human being. That's how you should act. Um, so, yeah, there's a couple of good things that, to reference there for me. Are you feeling okay? Yeah, no. But see, I'm <laughs> not wrong. I'm not wrong, though. Am I not? Like, back. I th- no, I think it's. I think it's wrong. I'm blaming society <laughs> for not saying something in this really cinema. Back. But do you disagree yeah. with me? No. Right. So all the other people, when that girl said, "Excuse me, do you mind?" I instantly looked at the boyfriend and thought, "Why have you kept your gob shut?" So your missus 
as that to say to a group of people, can you be quiet? Yeah. But it's because people don't say stuff that you make it happen. Like George Orwell said, if, you, if you're not against something, you're, you're actually for it because you allow it to happen. You didn't go back to Germany and all that sort of stuff. It only You do nothing makes stuff happen. Otherwise, if it stops stop straight away, it goes away. But they think, well, no, I'll do what Well, no one's ever said anything. But I think also fear plays a part in it because you don't know that that person, you know, most of the time someone's either going to argue back at you or they're going to be sort of embarrassed into, mm-hmm. I mean, probably not because why would they be doing it in the first place? But you always think, is this going to be, am I going to be one of those stories where I got stabbed? Because yeah, but this is the media. This is the problem in the media. Everyone's a f- be scared of everyone. Do you know what? I said to somebody, uh, I was at a meeting um, in a hotel the other week. And they're talking about, well, you know, I don't like to say things to people. And I said, look around. I said, all these people here, would you go up and start talking? There was no, no. You go, right. But they're you. Like, if somebody was there now saying it about you, you'd go, oh, I'm bothered. Somebody wants to come and ask me something. Yeah, exactly. But you think everyone else is an enemy. They're you. <laughs> they're, they're a normal person with a normal life, quite friendly, mainly quite polite and nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, where do I, well, since, oh, there's another positive story. So I was going, by <laughs> but they're not. Ne- my other ones aren't negative. I'm just saying these are extra positive. There was there was, there was a woman who had obviously was going through Kentish Town, and she sat down, and like, you can tell that somebody sort of stopped to help somebody. It was an old woman. Yeah. She was helping her up, and she was putting her hat on. And a guy come past on a bike, <coughs> a builder come past on a bike, and he went past, and th- her hat was on the floor, and he went past. So the woman was sort of helping him up, and he stopped on the bike. And he got up and gave her the hat and gave her a hat. Mm. <coughs> As he's coming past, there's a, a couple. And then the couple just stopped. And she, she gave her a blanket and then just walked off. And I thought, what have I just seen there? Like, I, I normal don't, I don't people, think, yeah. just decent. I don't think that that's actually really... I think we, you hear about, oh, there's the person who got whatever. They fell over and everyone just walked past yeah. for 20 minutes. I don't. I think that's the exception. I think most people, ordinary people, are yeah, quite course, decent. Yeah. So. You but know. that's a, like media again. That's one. They, you've gone out with an idea of what you want to put in the paper. What you're not going to put in the paper is spending time with a reporter who yeah. laid down and somebody came and helped her. You don't want that. Yeah, old you l- want the man helps old lady who falls over is not a headline. Yeah, it's not but true. man, you know, people people walk past old lady who falls over. Yeah. and no one stops to help her. Is, and is they'll a promote the fact of yeah. the bad thing. But the fact that's a headline like reflects on society. I remember when I was in journalism school, that's what they taught us. It's like as people, what people want to read about is the yeah, negative see, stuff the and then it ends with a fluff piece yeah. so you want to read all the terrible things that have gone on in the world and then there's something at the end that makes you feel kind of like we're okay as a um, there was a, a sort of low species. middle level media company I can't remember it was but years ago brought out a positive m- newspaper but it just didn't work mm. so they go well mm. who do you blame now then but then is it because it's just society, though. That's the thing, is it's, if that's what you expect. Bleed if it leads, all that sort of stuff. Literally, literally. But it is, <laughs> I mean, it's interesting, though. I think you look at, say, for example, uh, I mean, obviously, the greater Satan, but Facebook, actually, it is quite, I would say it's actually more, when you're looking at what people are sharing, actually, it's quite often positive stories. Yeah. You always get these nonsense ones. You always get these ones going, oh, here's this town where, you know, um, uh, a re- religious minority is taken over and they run it and then you go no that's not true Yeah, like what's that name me any of these well there you know? go because so you get those kind of nonsense but most of the time it's people going look at this cute kitty or here's yeah so when you go right this is an egalitarian system main, more or less you can just put what you want up people tend to go for the nice you've got the little sex of weirdos mm. but then if you go for the media itself so yeah I do think the media portrays but there's it. a different audience isn't there yeah but it's on also, social yeah. social it's your friends and family and stuff so you don't want to be seen as negative <laughs> even though maybe if you you know some people are but you would post things that that mm. mean something to you and that you know that your friends and family would like to see as well 
Whereas in reality, there might be other stuff going yeah, on. I think in for you to engage to. with, yeah, on a Neither personal Neither of it level, is an yeah. entire truth. I, well, I don't think you naturally yeah. run to the worst things. I think you do want to see good stuff, but if yeah. the only bad stuff to But portray, when you pick up a newspaper, you don't expect to see good things, to be perfectly honest. Yeah. You would want to. Because I've always said, like, again, this, I think this is proper Emperor's New Clothes. I think it's such a big thing that nobody actually talks about it. Mm. When you talk about terrorism, right, bad things happen, it gets reported on. The media are the terrorists. They're the ones that promote the bad stuff. If, if they didn't promote anything bad, yep. somebody's head buzzing being cut off. Okay, you just showed me a sociopath. Why are you telling me about that on the front page of a newspaper? If they didn't tell you, it then wouldn't happen. It happens because it's reported on. It like, and don't tell me they can't blanket stuff, blanket banter. Because like when, if the Queen's having a baby or something, mm. they'll blanket that. You won't hear about that. I mean, I'd be impressed if she's having a baby. No, yeah, 90. I just threw that out. I didn't think about <laughs> but, the um, but my point is, the terrorism is the spreading of terror. So that's the newspapers but and the they, media. They spread the message. If none of them, if they said, right, from, if I got in charge, fascist government, obviously, mm. from 2020... We're not reporting any of this bad shit. If America wanted to do that, that's fine. But in this country, we're not showing you people's heads being cut off. I'm not telling you about the bombs that have gone people off. People would kick off about that, though. Well, that's fine. But what I'm saying is, I'm going to say, right, we're not doing that anymore. I, yeah, I agree. I think you would. people would say, well, then you're suppressing. Because it, it, I don't think it's, it's not a no, tree no, falling no. in the woods you kind of scenario. You can report on it, but it's not. But you know. See, this is my point. So that's reporting is reporting. That's a good thing. And you want it to be reporting. You want to know people are being attacked and all that sort of thing. But it's the manipulation of what happened to make it look worse than it is. So you pick up that magazine there rather than... I mean, I suppose the BBC are the last sort of bastion for that sort of thing. They just tell you what happened. Not mainly, compared to everything else. You want to get the Fox News. That's oh, yeah, yeah. They're not... Uh, they I think s- they try They try to, they try to balance everything. So if that BBC had a newspaper, that would be the better one. Then you go The Sun and you go, right, you are trying to make me hate people. That is terrorism. Yeah, I think my opinion on it is I think that there's a kind of a changing world of media. People take things in such small bites now that they literally can really only... They tell a story in two sentences because people only read the first two sentences. Yeah, but you don't attack somebody... Got I mean, I remember when that guy got hit in a car, was it a couple of months ago? And then they said, oh, this, that, and they had somebody talking about it. And then it turned out, oh, somebody just went up the curb back then. It was an accident. And Do you mean well, when, the, when the car hit near the V&A when it came yeah, off there? Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was it. But that was, but that was also at a time where there, there had been several car ramming attacks in the UK and in yeah, Europe. Yeah, but they'd so. gone f- so far ahead already to the point yeah, they said, yeah. why would this be? Yeah, what sort of group that, would it I mean, be? You go, wrong. well, hang on. Accidents do happen. If the guy was an old lady, you wouldn't be talking about this now. You would go, oh, and it's like, you, you are responsible. You're oh, making absolutely. it worse. I know that you're running to it, but you should go, right, let's slow down a little bit. But then you go, no, they, they're, they're not trying to be fair. They want you to be angry. They want you to hate the person next to them. But I think, I, I mean, I think a big part of it, it just it comes down to simple kind of, you know, they want to break the exclusive. They want to have the highest ratings on it. So they've got to be ahead of the game and hope that they're right. No, but that's, that's quick. That's reporting. Not just the BBC. I mean, anyone, you know, that's reporting. It's the, well, let's make it worse. Yeah, but that's what I mean. But it's a nefarious business. Oh yeah. I'm not agree. I'm not saying it's right. I can totally see why they're doing it. They are the terrorists. They spread the terror. They don't report on stuff. If you said something happened to a guy in a nutter run, but don't start saying, well, he's brown or he's a Muslim because the thing is, it's like, Okay, what about the Irish? Are we not hating the Irish anymore? Oh, no, we'll pass that. You know, we're on to a new I don't thing. know if we ever, I mean... Uh, no, but I mean when the bombs were going off and all that. So it's like everyone, they bred, you know, they use certain words. Right, travellers, gypsy this, gypsy that. 
Uh, you know, I mean, it's like, you can't, how long are we going to stick on this? Is it going to be a new wave of people? So it's literally being manipulated. You're talking about mm. people. It's just people they and did, nutters. They did ban uh, Jerry Adams. His voice for a time. Did they ban his voice? Yeah, so you couldn't. Um, so if there were statements, I mean, obviously, uh, uh, let's not get into whether he was or wasn't involved in the. But they, you know, he was as the seen as the leader of, well, as the leader of Sinn Fein, obviously. But then there was the association or not otherwise. Mm. You can tell here I'm trying to <laughs> not get sued. <laughs> yeah. um, but there was uh, the association that it was Sinn Fein and IRA were. You know, one was the political and one was the militant, and whether that was true or not, but they chose, you know, it was chosen. Thatcher basically banned him from that, and that didn't end the bombings, and that didn't bring about peace either. Yeah. Getting people around the negotiating table and having to, and you might say these aren't nice people, you know, and, um, you know, the Queen had to meet with um, uh, McGuinness, um, who uh, was involved with the IRA, and so, Patrick although. He, McGuinness. Yeah. yeah, and so, although. Um, uh, you know, and this is someone who, by association, was involved in the death of one of her relatives, Mountbatten, but she had to shake his hand and yeah, be no. because you have to make peace with it. So I don't think you can just say, oh, we're not going to report on Al Qaeda. You know, I'm, no, see, that's the, you're, you're misunderstanding what I'm saying. Report, you need to report on everything. You need to know mm. that people are being attacked. But, but I suppose don't jump the gun. Yeah, but and don't, yeah. don't ratchet it up <laughs> to make people angry, which is sort of their model. Mm. That is their model. But that is terrorism, mate. That's you're spreading fear. You're not reporting on things. You're spreading fear. You're not saying something yeah. happened. You're saying, look, look at this, and then you find the worst picture of some lunatic. Like, why don't you just say, look, there's nutters out there. I'd say, okay, how about this? We're not even going to report on people's religion. You're not allowed to report on people's religion. But people want to know as much detail as no, possible. No, no, but that's, that's it's human because nature. it's there. But if I think you, if, you it's, if it's care. the motivating factor, whether, you know, because often you look at some of these, um, these uh, terrorists that have committed these acts, and you think, well, oh, well, sorry, how about you're, this you're a drug addict, and this how about that, this that's not in okay, your religion. Okay, so no, no names from now on. No names, no photographs of the people. Just don't give them any fame at all. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did feel like... Um, so now any, nobody's going to be driving any cars. We say, well, you know what? We're not going to name any names, no photographs from this date forward. Yeah. So you drop off. We might not vanish, but it would drop off. Yeah, but I mean, I don't remember... I don't remember most of these terrorist names. No, but they, in their world, that's, that's their last hurrah. That's yeah. their... Well, I've got no I'm no power anywhere. At least my ex-girlfriend that dumped me, she'll not... If you just went, no, sorry, mate. From now on, no one's getting their face in the paper. We'll tell you a bad thing happened, but we're not reporting on fuck all else. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But then it's t saying, well, yeah, but that you get forgetting that they want you to be angry and scared and have names like Marouche as Farouk. You know, they want that's designed to be that way. So, and that's the truth. But that's spreading terror. That is terror. They're the terrorists. Uh, said, just say that a bomb went off. There's so many people died. That's it. And what, whoever got arrested, whatever. But don't be bringing out stories and why. And he posted a video. What are you doing? Like you're spreading fear. You're making people angry at each other. When really. Most people are fine. Like people say, um, a Muslim or whatever. Go and talk to a Muslim. Just like, no different to you. Exactly the same. Okay. I mean, even Russell Brand had that quote. It's a bit of an exaggeration. But he said, you know, it's funny that these people are being bombed. You have more in contact with the people. Uh, you have more in common with the people being bombed than you do in the people that are bombing on your behalf. Like, they're far removed from you. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, Most I of mean, the people the are being blown up. Don't they're just trying to pay bills and have a normal life and not be attacked. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, basically, but it, it, whatever kind of terrorism it is, it's mostly just... Arseholes, basically. Yes, you know, so you look, at him, you know, you look at an American, they say, "Oh, I'm doing it for this and that and whatever." You know, whether it's a white supremacist or anything like that, they just, they just arseholes. They're just mad. And yeah. you could go, you they're just think angry of young men. Any, that's I mean, I don't know which British terrorists have done what or whatever, cool. but um, yeah, the t-shirt, the war t-shirt. <laughs> I am wearing it with irony. 
and I've got a very ironic T-shirt for next time. Um, oh, oh, no. But I, fuck, I messed up <laughs> because they st- the company still got the money. I forgot. It's an official branded. And I thought, shit, I bought it in, uh, to be ironic, but they still got the money. So I'm technically backing a multinational corporation. Anyway. I don't think the one T-shirt is going to make a difference. Oh, no. Way, it does. That's the problem. <laughs> every little bit helps. Like Tesco's, every little helps. Even, um, I forgot what I was going to say now. You blew me out the bottom of my T-shirt. What was I talking about? No. I mean, that doesn't narrow down. We're always <laughs> away. talking about <laughs> online, stuff that online. Shani, you went away. I did go away. So, yeah. this I said to you before we start the podcast. I like what you did. I'm not a fan of trips away just arbitrarily because it's better than normal life. I know. <laughs> it sounds like I It's not, not because I know, I know some people that go on trips <laughs> all the time and they're never happy. They're never settled. As soon as they're back, they're ranging the other one. And as I've watched them over the years, you go. It's not going to be, you're just constantly going places looking for a bit of fun. You go, it's, you've got to have a life somewhere. Um, so I'm not a fan of trips away from just to get away and just sit there and do nothing and take a picture of food. But you did it right. You sort yeah. of went away. And what did you do? You went away as a secret. So it was a secret getaway. It was um boyfriend's birthday, actually yesterday. So it was an early birthday present for him. We went to Iceland for a week. Um, so yeah, we like just stayed in Airbnb Rain. so that we weren't like, you know when you stay in a hotel and it's really nice and you've paid so much money that you don't actually want to leave the hotel because you're really? like, well, I've got to get my money's worth out of this. So instead, we just got a really basic Airbnb, bed, kitchen, like anything you could need. But What's we literally, Airbnb? so it's literally just hire like a, 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 we got a studio that was just out the back of someone's house oh, that yeah, they don't yeah, yeah. otherwise okay. use yeah. and you just book it through an app and then you turn up and... Yeah, it's weird. See, I want, my, I want my fresh towels. I can't in the do that in somebody else's house. Yeah, but okay, so okay, well, apparently that part <laughs> wasn't good, whatever. Um, I lied, Dix. We literally only were at the place to sleep, so all that you actually need is a bed like, <laughs> and a bathroom. No, that's part of the holiday, man. You've got to be able to relax. No, I'm not getting it. Oh, look, it's my. Iceland. I ain't paying that okay, much right, money. Yeah. <laughs> I like Airbnb. I think it's a really good idea because if I'm on holiday, I want idea. to be doing things. So we, um, it rained the whole time, like I was saying just before. So, um, unfortunately, some of our tours got cancelled, but we were still like, we're here for a what week. What got cancelled, though? We were going to do a whale-watching um, boat tour and also a Northern Lights tour at night time by boat as well. Okay. The rain the Northern Lights, but why would the rain be a problem with the... Because high seas, because it was like uh, rain, but oh, also it was like stormy. Okay, right, so, yeah, yeah high, like, the sea swells and things. So you didn't get to do the lights? I thought you did. So we did. We did a, uh, one by, by car instead. Like we, we stayed on land where it wasn't affected by the tidal movements. So you drove somewhere and you stayed the night there? No, well it was literally just you jumped in a, in a bus um, in central Reykjavik and then they drive you out into... For our tour, they took us out to the Golden Circle area um, because they knew there was going to be some gaps in the cloud there and managed to see the Northern Lights. And is it there? Did you have to hang around? Does it stay um, there? We were lucky enough that when we went there, they were out already. Um, and we just like literally, we were, we were going to a certain place that the driver wanted us to go to. But as we were driving down the street, he was like, that out right here so we're pulling oh. over on the side of the road oh, and there was okay. like a whole busload of us and so we all climbed out and so you were a tourist you were i a was tourist. such a tourist <laughs> and did you see so you saw the northern lights yeah and it was our last night there and what, as well. what goes on it's a f- it's a flickering of light yeah so it's um in photos and stuff they look really green yeah i was wondering yeah like yeah. how much is manipulated in reality it's not that green no. um I've, I've seen the southern <laughs> lights as well when i was back oh, home right, yeah. back home they were a lot brighter but every single time that the northern or southern lights happens it's an aurora and what color are you they looking look at? different Purple? so um so no it was just it, if you looked at it long enough 
it went green but when you I think I think what it is we live in such a bright world and cities and things with your phone screen and everything your eyes are always so used to so much light coming in that we he pulled over I was like this is such a scam there is no green in the sky like there's just some clouds all I could see I was like no that's just a weird looking cloud (laughs) and he was like put your phones away and look at it for like a couple of minutes and your eyes adjusted and all of a sudden it did go green I was like whoa like technology takes over our life way too much. <laughs> and and it, it, did it look good? Was yeah. it worth? It was yeah, a thing? I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't at all what I was expecting because you see so right, many photos yeah, and they look so green. But every single night they are different. So I think we saw the Northern Lights, but it wasn't the best Northern Lights display yeah. that you can see. I think uh, my understanding is sometimes they are a lot more. Sorry, green than I've just realised that bloody air's still on. Can you turn that noise off. What's that? Oh yeah, bloody hell. Okay. Ta-da. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, oh my God. Should we start again? <laughs> now I can hear myself. So, yeah, so goes. <laughs> um, so, and how long do they last for? Yeah, so it depends. It's, it's, it's all to do with some kind of, it's to do with the atmosphere and the way the light from the sun is shining on it. So when we were there, we saw it for maybe 15 minutes and then it clouded okay. over. So then we got back in the bus and drove up the road further and we saw it again. Um, but for us, it was more the, the cloud kind of cover kept kept blocking it out stupid clouds yeah mm. i used to when i used to, i don't know if i've told anybody this no i have i used to, when i used to um, i was going through my frictional change of thinking about spirituality and all that and then going to war in a nightclub like i i went through 10 years of hell because mm-hmm. the, the two worlds weren't matching up for what yeah. i knew and the what the way the world was so i used to have to go to places just on my own to get away from mm-hmm. just human beings because it was like i was living in that fucking level of hell like dante's inferno and I used to drive to a place. So I was dating somebody that lived out of London. And I used to drive there. And every now and again, I'd be on the way back to this country, like country, country. I'd, like this, I'd be looking out and I'd always look at the stars because yeah. I grew up on like a farm. So mm. I was always looking up at the stars. Yeah. And every now and again, like every half hour, it would be a clear bit where you'd be between the two cities. And it was like... Yeah. And then I, I got out and I'd go and I'd look up the stars in the fields and I'd get back in and blah, 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 And I'd go in the field. And I found this one place that was like, if I went 100 metres that way... It wouldn't work. But there's this one place where I could go, and it was on between two farmlands, and I'd pull up. And it's about half an hour, 45-minute drive between any towns. And I'd pull off, and there was a road between the two farms, and between the two fields, and I'd pull up. So when I, fin- so anyway, so I found this place. And then what I'd do, when I'd finish working in the nightclub, I'd literally, I used to take all my clothes off like it was a Superman uniform. I used to take it all, put it in the boot, and I didn't want to see it again until I had to go back to work. It's like I had to remove the two worlds. Mm. And I used to put like... Um, Muppet videos on the DVD in the car just to sort of rip away where I'd just been from and I used to drive to this place and I used to get onto the bonnet after work 3 o'clock in the morning and I used to just look up at the stars at this one place and when your eyes adjusted I mean it's really bright anyway but yeah. when your eyes adjusted you could see the, sw- the sort of swarm of you'd, you'd, it would be like I'd feel giddy yeah. where you suddenly go whoa and this place like it, there was obviously like little meteorites would come down and you'd see one every five, sort of 10 minutes yeah. Well, it would come at once. One came straight towards me. I had to jump off the car. But, I mean, it's like 500 feet up. It's not there. It just looks like that. But I just watched these things burn up. And then you'd see the uh, space station come past. And then, like, 40 minutes later, it would come past the other way. And I think, fuck, there's people on there. And it's my own little world of, like, yeah. right. Because I've always thought somewhere up there, like, that's the... And it was so peaceful to see things like that. And there's a place in America I want to go to. It's up on a mountain somewhere. You have to drive through the clouds and all that. Mm-hmm. In LA, or not LA, but Los, uh, California. 
and somebody said they went there and they said it's fucking it's I, and when he said this i thought oh, that's exactly right he said when you see what you are to that but oh. you've, we've lost that so i Horrible. think part of the spiritual <laughs> thing of life and how we yeah. act and all that is you've lost that yeah. thing to know that this doesn't matter so but there's still that one and i used to go back there every now and again like every christmas i go down there sometimes over christmas and just sit there and you sit on the bottom and look up and he's doing something you just go wow wow man. but do you think maybe because of we are broadly speaking a less religious society certainly in the west that we've maybe then lost our connect it's all become about me yeah. instead of me being yeah, it's definitely where, you know is, yeah. and thinking about the infinite in terms oh, yeah. of god and heaven and all of that yeah. you we've then we didn't replace it with anything well, we did. We, we replace it with celebrities. That's the gods. Yeah. That's this the special. Look, the Hollywood. That's the heaven sort of mm. thing. But um, I, I do wonder if you. I remember there was in New York had a massive power cut. Was it in the late seventies? Yeah, there were. Been later yeah, than they that. did have. It happened a couple of times, didn't it? I think like, yeah, yeah I think it has actually. But there was. I think one happened about fifteen years ago. But there's one before that where it all went out. Mm. And they said, people that the reporting said they couldn't believe they're looking up and they just see the stars yeah. everywhere. Yeah. And It's mad that people haven't seen stars. Because I've always said, like, when you grow up, when you can see far, like when your eyes can physically see far, whether it's by the sea where it, or up, it gives you, you it, something draws you in. That changes the synapses of your brain, which then lead off to however you make decisions. Those synapses mm-hmm. of sp- expanded make a difference. So, um, but then when you flip it to the far side and you're on a council estate and there's grey walls there, that then does that to you. Like I was saying yeah. to somebody this week, it, we was talking about, he's from a bad background, but we was talking about, they're talking about knife crime and all this. And that's the world we come from. Like I said, but he said it's funny that when you're in that world, when you listen to the radio and they're talking about the statistics and they're implementing this thing and the politics, you go, your world is that big when you're living like that you know 10 people somebody's trying to kill someone else somebody's mm-hmm. coming out of jail and that's your universe there those walls those six streets this is why you can start getting postcode wars you go they've created a tiny little world but that's their world i don't care about laws about police police you don't even think about the police till they turn up in your face but they implement all these things but that's you've grown up in a fucking one of five council estates that mm-hmm. everyone knows everyone but then if you pull them out of that and you go to school, you still think like that. You still have that cocooned little brain. But that's mm. the synap- That's medical. That's the synapses of your brain. They've never developed. They've never looked far across the sea. Mm. And when you, co- don't, you, you need to have that as a kid because then you carry it with you. But if you've had been cocooned in the same postcodes and the same 20 people in the same pub, you, can't, that you then become retarded and you go to do other things. You can't. Because all you're thinking about is tiny, 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 tiny. Even with time, you're not thinking about the future. You're thinking about tomorrow and next week and that. You're not thinking about pensions. And I think the thing of just getting kids to look far, having vision that's mm. far, whether it's a field or whether it's up, or yeah, I think it's, it's, sea. it's a combination of literal and metaphorical yeah. horizons. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. that there is more to life than this. You yeah. can break out of that cycle of you know. It's also I, you know I always think about people who go into whatever whatever the family trade is you know whether it is something criminal or whether it's something that's just a small business and you just go your path was decided for you and mm-hmm. how much does that affect your yeah. you know that your take on the whatever the business yeah is, and plus the carpet how business. your brain exactly. developed yeah. in Absolutely. when your first two years you know it's all tied in not one you could take somebody at the first year and mm. change them by the third year but if you've grown up a certain way then you're sort of predestined but then depending on what happens afterwards that so it's everything. It's, it's all chaotic. I mean, again, I was saying to somebody a couple of months ago, and there's a big conversation about nature or nurture. And I said, the problem is, 
you really could just negate any conversation because everything is connected to everything. Yeah, I, everything I was, you I was do is connected to yeah. everything that happens. It's so both. it just negates conversation. So what yeah. about? I think this is why. And you go, mate. It's to do with every person they've ever met and the rain and what and color and building. Were they on the second floor, the first floor? What? Who did they? So it's sort of like there's no point in having conversations because we haven't developed enough to know that everything intertwined. Some bigger things is what makes you you. Um, yeah, and we, we did get down to the fact that I've said to you before about um, everyone you meet. And I, oh God, I, I keep trying to skirt around spirituality because I know it's not people's thing. But everyone you meet affects you, but you just can't see it yet. You don't know it yet. We haven't developed. We're still like apes. We don't see past what light bounces off us. So we think mm. there's nothing else there. We're apes. We still haven't figured it out. Um, but the thing of, as I said before, if you just approve it is if you don't think anybody, the people around you don't matter that much, where do you get your accent from? it's every conversation it's yeah, every time you walk yeah. past a radio you hear it's but the music you hear it's that so everything is constantly making you who you are positive and then your emotions it's all the people you met but you go no you know i know what you're talking about but you go no you don't you really are made up but yeah. it's, it's tiny little drops constantly that you don't realize that yeah. make you you and this is why you do have to clear people out. There's no point going, well, it's sort of all right, but, you know, anyway. You know, no, no. And I say to them, imagine you have an energy around you and your energy is a pool of water. And um, well, we share our own pool. We've all got our own pools, but then somebody sort of comes into you but pisses in your pool. Anyway, it's only for a minute. Nice. No, you go, get the fuck out of So, But you have to, those people are like that. They're called energy vampires. Some people just, you put up with them or... They're not that bad. No, he's all right. But you go, right, what if I switched all those negative people and I just put mm. people that were, you wanted to be like around you constantly? You would suddenly elevate, but we make allowances. You go, well, you know, yeah, he's all right. Well, especially in relationships as well, same sort of thing. You sort of, I say most relationships, you don't admire the person. You don't respect. You just, oh, yeah, I've met them. They're nice and you know, friendly. It's all right. And you go, there's no sort of, you go, well, what? that's what it should be. But yeah. people jump around from relationships. They ping pong in a, the, the whole, what's the app? Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. I mean, that's basically a type of... <laughs> I'm on Hinge. I quite like it, actually. Are you? It seems a bit more... Hinge, what does that do? I don't know. It's a new one, isn't it? There's yeah. the gay one. Uh, well, there's Grindr. Grindr or something. Ninja. I think that would definitely not be the gay one. No, no there's Grinder. <laughs> Grinder, that might be. Yeah, that's the. Well, I mean, there's so many. But there's, why don't you know... they just go on Tinder and say I'm gay? Yeah, you can do. Oh. You can say I'm interested in men and. Uh, men and women or I'm interested in men or I'm interested in just you know you could so you can be whatever so where how did Grinder? what's their angle um, angle I, grinder oh god what's I think angle? it's <laughs> oh, high five Shani here we go <laughs> can't leave you I think it's to do... that was good though I'm well not done. I'm not uh, 100% <laughs> sure but I think it's to do with like it's sort of is it more sexual they always do that um, there's that but I think it's also it's it was to do with the original vicinity. one, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like a G- oh. there's almost like a GPS element to it. that was before. Oh, Jesus, there's a GPS no, element. So I could be like, oh, who's within a radius? And this is two feet. And <laughs> Yeah, and you just go ding and look on their profile, and then I, I, I guess right. you start. I don't know if you have to match, or you can literally just say, hey, I, you know, you can start. Because most, as far as I'm aware, most I've not been on every, I've, I've been on Tinder for a little while, I've been on Hinge. Uh, I had been on Tinder, but Tinder was just I'm like, surprised you went on that. On what? Because you're more balanced of Tinder. Because I don't want to meet somebody that <laughs> looks oh, for people horrendous. doing that. Yeah, but that's why that's why I came off it. Because I'm just like, this is so superficial and there's nothing to... It's I'm horrendous. Just, yeah, and whereas, whereas um, Hinge, I'm sorry, it sounds like I've got some sort of paid partnership with them. <laughs> but actually, because there's things... you write <laughs> anything you aren't on? Yeah, no, but there's... Um, no, it's only that uh, well, I was on Tinder, but I was just like, this is so impersonal and oh, just quite ghastly, actually. Yeah. And... Uh, but Hinge someone else introduced me to and they were saying in, it's um, 
you will say some things about yourself. So nothing hugely weighty in terms of biography. So mine are, you pick some questions and you just write the answer. You don't have to, but obviously I, I think that that yeah. helps, you know, because you do see people on there, they've just got pictures on you. Like, nah, you're oh, right. go back, go back to yeah. Tinder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's things that like, so. shows what kind of person they are. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, it's, but, um, so mine, for example, are uh, scariest thing I've ever done. And then, so it, the heading is that, and then you just write in the thing. And it was the running of the bulls in Pamplona, which I wouldn't recommend. Uh, I definitely wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> don't do it. It's terrifying. Why did you do that? Um, because <laughs> I, I don't know. It was just one of those things. Like it wasn't even, I'm not, you know, me and my friends, we're not macho kind of, because obviously there is that element to it, but we're not those kind of people. We just, well, let's do something crazy. And that was it. And yeah, dev- I'm glad we did it kind of in a way, but I would never do it again. Yeah. I wouldn't, that would be tempting fate. Yeah, um, <laughs> uh, yeah terrifying. Uh, and then it was something, oh, I can't remember what the other things were. But there's uh, there's all sorts of things like uh, three, two truths and a lie. And so someone will say, oh, I, I uh, met the queen. I ballet danced to the royal thing and I speak three languages. And, you know, there's a conversation <laughs> starter there rather than just like, hey, you have a nice smile. Thanks. But you do, know what I mean? It's, don't it's, it's, you think yeah. it would be a good dating site to have where you say there's no photographs on here, but you have to put a bio of yourself. Like that's it. The weight is on, on that. I, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid I think, yeah. No, the thing is, it's not going to be great to start with. It's not going to be a great selling point. But I think human beings, you go, there probably is you would one. literally just go, I really like the way that person talks. Is that something? I, I, mean, there's I mean, that's what it should be. Yeah. But I don't but think. But to have it, I mean, it'd be a niche market. But to go, do you know what? I'm not interested in people's looks. I'm going to go on here. I think because then you're just, it's like losing your sight or your one compensate. So you've you got no photograph. Don't come in looking for photographs. So those people aren't on there. Mm. And you go, I like the fact that he's read that or done that or seen that or done that. And then you'd go, do you know what we're going to make? We don't know what we're going to look like. But I think people give a lot if they actually fall in love with the words of the person first. Yeah. I might just, might just. You're going to start a new app now, are you? No, the somebody VLG. told me dating apps. I think it was a relationship coach for the magazine. She said like ninety eight percent of those people on there aren't on there. They just poach because you think if you start a dating app, there's, there's instantly <laughs> a million people on there. We yeah. go, well, hang on, who was the first? Yeah, Where's who was it who made a profile? Then went. Yeah, there's only me on here. Yeah, <laughs> but so you go, oh, they what it is? It's just stolen photographs, and then they just put the thing on. There's no legal. Yeah, I'm sure there must be some fake ones just to get it rolling. You know. But yeah, but a lot. Way. Not a, and they say the they same... take photographs of Facebook from another country or somebody. And they just and they just there's, you, there's places you go to to get the information, like marketing companies give you all this information, and there's your website. You go, well, that's a pure con. That's like illegal. That should be fucking illegal, mm. but it's not. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm sure by now there's probably there must be more real people on you know these sites and there are just yeah like that match.com so that's yeah. supposed to be a big one so I'd yeah. imagine there's a lot of people is caught and it's signed. but you go well, hang on when you first started what's this, what, how, what was your first day like well there's you know 10,000 people on that we just poached that weren't real well you should be getting that's a crime yeah it's false advertising I guess unless yeah, there's and there's probably something buried in the term saying some of these people you know I suppose probably what happened but is they're they people's went, photographs though so that's not like you're not it's not probably all the employees generated. at match probably yeah. all set up they all said please set up a profile. Yeah, we need everyone but in your family. Most businesses do, you know, they say like, make sure you follow our Facebook page, make sure you think, retweet everything we say, da, 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 da. It's like, well, that's a bit disingenuous, isn't it? But you're actually just spreading the marketing, so. Yeah, you know. but that's, when you've got stealing people's photographs to put online and making up a bio of them, that's got to be something. I don't know how prevalent that really is. Do you know, like, I think it was the, up to the 1700s, it was illegal to do an impersonation of somebody. 
Wow. You like you couldn't. The first ones that could do it is that you had to get a license and you could do it in uh, comedy clubs, like private members clubs. But you had mm. to have a license. If I went up to you, because there, <laughs> there was no photographs or anything, yeah. so it was a big deal. If I went up to you and I said, hi, I'm the uh, banker from so-and-so, that could be like as a serious, you're trying to impersonate somebody because yeah. you've only got people's words and bits of paper. Yeah. So like seals were very important. You couldn't like make up and put a seal on it. You get killed for that yeah. because the whole system was reliant on the fact that, look, we don't know who anybody is. So these seals and your word is very, very important. Yeah, you've got to have the bona fides of it. Yeah, so you literally I mean, could not do an impersonation of somebody. I expect there was probably also an element of then that way you can't make fun of the king or... Oh, yeah, the, yeah you, you know, this guarantee, lord or that yeah, lord don't or whatever, you know. Um, uh, talking of dating, are you dating any nice young ladies or anything? I'm going on a or, date or, after or this. Men. I'm, I'm going on or date men. After this. Or men. Or men. Or men. Diversity, Shani. Diversity. Yeah. Yes. Equality. Equality. That's what we're for on the real issue. All about it. So what, what's happening? So I'm going on a date after this, actually. Oh, you really? Arrange what through time? Hinge. Uh, what well, time? I, I said six o'clock how because I was thinking... Room? How long? You've got forever. <laughs> it's an hour and a half. Yeah, that's fine. No, because I thought if there's a technical problem or anything like that, because I don't want to be the... Oh, yeah, what sorry, my podcast is... <laughs> so uh, where are you going? Uh, just around Covent Garden. No, because this is really... Because people can... Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna, oh, right, yeah, no, don't be... Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> Um, tell us after tell us we'll be at the table week. next yeah, door exactly yeah. that'll be fine that definitely won't be weird um, oh, I can't ask you anything then uh, have you spoken yeah, with someone through yeah with someone I met on Hinge I mean, first date yeah this is the first date yeah oh. I mean my phone's well, off I might... got aftershave on I do, have after... <laughs> I do anyway though. Oh, okay. but um, uh, yeah I mean maybe I'll turn my phone back on and she'll be like uh, um, my, my, wash my hair I can't so make how, any... how, what, is she, what does she do <laughs> that would be a terrible she's excuse. a lawyer oh okay oh. um uh, no, it's rude to ask a lady. Whereabouts does she work? I don't London? know. It just says it just says lawyer. Yeah, she's in London. It just says lawyer. you spoke on the phone. Well, on WhatsApp. Yeah. No one actually telephones on one hinge. another. On so you haven't spoken on the phone on, yet. Uh, yeah, I haven't heard a. Well, we've messaged on the app. Is it? No f- one rings on the phone. But you haven't verbally heard anybody's like. No, the only, God, you only ever mad. ring your nana. That's who you ring. Really? You don't ring See, I don't live anymore. in that world. So I don't know what you're talking about. You've got to have spoken to somebody. It turned up. Oh man, that's mad. So she's a lawyer. You haven't spoken to her. What do you know about her? That they're going on a date this yeah, evening. That's, one, that's to find out, isn't it? The <laughs> no, date is to find out what about the person. But surely you must know something. See, this is the problem I have with dates. You should like the person to want to go on a yeah, date we, with them. Yeah, but it's if we've just been chatting. Like, I've not been interrogating. Yeah, you know, really I'm, know not the, I'm not the Riddler. I'm not <laughs> bombarding her with questions because that's really what people want. Dating is Have weird you got any now. information about like what books she yeah. likes, cinema, theatre? Um, we were chatting about... Actually, I don't know if you have checked. But you want to hold something back from the day. Someone else. Yeah, but, yeah. You, yeah, but to be fair, you've answered nothing. <laughs> yeah, but we've... Uh, well, you know she's a so female she lawyer. Yeah, but she's new to London. Okay, and she where's she to, from? Uh, she's from Jersey. Jesus. Okay, so she's going to be quite a... Um, okay. Yeah, but she... Um, she quite wants to get looking around the sites and everything. Wants to put in more gigs. Like she doesn't. She goes to a lot of gigs, but wants to do more music. Yeah. What type of music is she into? I don't know. I'm going to find out. You got to have something to ask on the day. <laughs> otherwise, you just sit there. Otherwise, I'll be sitting I know literally everything about you. <laughs> oh, actually, I don't know your blood type. There we go. You've got to have like. Mate. It's a mate. I'm going to come cover garden after here, mate. Yeah, yeah. Big queue of people. I should have. I should have lied and said we were going somewhere else. We'll let you go first, Andrew. You'll go out the door and then we'll be chasing. I used to work in a club in Common Garden. I won't say the name of it. And I remember um, I was undercover dormant. It's, it's, it's nothing official. It means literally you haven't got a license to work. It's not like I'm trying oh, to Oh, I thought you'd be like, people. no, but seeing if people were no, doing drugs just, or something like that. A lot of the clubs where, I don't think you do it now, if you ain't got a license or you've got a criminal record, you can't get a license. You just sit there in a jacket and you look like a doorman, but you don't say anything and people sort of go, what is this? I look, he looks like he's, he's a got a little bomber jacket on. Yeah, that bomber yeah. jacket full show. So I won't do something here. And if it does kick off, you just pretend you got pushed. 
it's, it's weird. But anyway, and I remember a copper coming, <laughs> a copper coming up to me and going, um, uh, he said, look, he said, I know your security, so why don't you get out of here? I'm like, what? He said, look, go away, or I'm going to take your license plate down and you'll be getting arrested outside. I didn't have a car at the time. That was the same night I elbowed a woman in the head accidentally. <laughs> well, hang on. I don't know if I told He's you that story. very low. So, no, but anyway, so, yeah, so, and I said, I said to him, I ain't got a fucking car. But then I said to the other guy, look, because there's a lot of coppers go there, like CID. He said, yeah, you better shoot off. I probably just looked at somebody wrong and he got the ump. Um, but yeah, no, I was getting on the, in Trafalgar Square, I think it is. And um, as I was getting on the, the bus at night, everyone sort of crams in mm. and I felt a hand come in to my pocket. So I waited till the hand got further in so it was nearer me. And I waited and I thought, all right. And I just went bang on my elbow. And about four people went back and I looked back and it was, well, it was a woman. I think at the time, Kosovo woman or something like that on the floor. And for half a second, I felt bad. I thought, but no, but that's for everyone. But was she in the pickpocket? Yeah. So she was it. Okay, yeah. But that was for everyone. You've got away with no, somebody's phone, a single yeah, mother, you, you took a wallet. Yeah, exactly, that's what yeah. you got it for. But, um, oh, it ended on a bad story. I've been trying to sort of keep the, the tone up. I mean, I'm still lost how we went from... Well, that was crime we fighting. From, the, from, from your date yeah. to elbowing the Covent women Garden. in the yeah, well, I'm going to try I'm not to elbow her in the yeah, face. I think it's, yeah. I worked in a club. Look at my bloody finger. Like that. I know, I was curious. I was going to ask you It wouldn't be so bad if it was that one, because I could do like E.T. impersonations of strangers, but I got the wrong finger. Is that E.T.? Yeah, yeah, it would work. Yeah, he goes, ouch, but I it's not I can make there. loads of joke about E.T. Like, go just, home. What? Just walking down the street and you see you like, E.T. <laughs> what do you think of this? Yeah. <laughs> it was a glowing <laughs> finger. It didn't have like a black, yeah. gnarly finger. It's just like, ouch. That wasn't yeah, what the was film was about. That was, tr- I was holding something for somebody. Don't trust people. You were, you were punching a woman. Have you got you? it? Yeah. <laughs> have you got it? Yeah. yeah. Are you sure you got it? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Hold on. Bang. I was like, right. So what happened there? Well, I said to you, you're holding it. Yeah. What, what did you, and I couldn't even get annoyed because it just kick off even worse. But am I holding something? Yeah. Are you holding that? Yes, I'm holding it. Right. Bang. Well, you weren't holding it. What happened? And then I think he didn't even feel bad that like busted me bloody finger. So I'd be walking around like a bleed. Could it just slip from his grot? Like he was holding it up until the moment it slipped from there. Yeah. Well, there's no ambiguity. You're holding the bloody <laughs> thing or not. It's not like a, a piece of paper. Oh, you got that? Yeah. No, you're holding a weighty thing. If you got it, I'm going to let go. Yeah. My hand is balanced up. Bang. That's my bloody finger. And think right, where's the compensation? Where's the... Have you been injured at work? I remember a guy... So I worked at the lowest levels of jobs you could you could work at. And there was one... I don't want to give the jobs away. But anyway, so it's all cash in there. You're not... You Nobody's know, paid any tax in 20 years. And the... the, the we were he said on a live broadcast. No, they weren't. But I'm oh, not right, going to give the say, industry yeah. away. Um, uh, and th- th- there was a guy who was ho- taking the piano up the stairs... Or down the stairs... And it slipped on his arm. And it, and those things are heavy. Like you can barely lift them off the floor. Uh-huh. And you've got to take it up the stairs. And it slipped and it snapped his arm. Uh-huh. And the boss didn't want to come and get yeah. him for a couple of hours. He said, well, because he was driving. He was a driver. And he said, well, can you wait for a couple of hours? I've got to get somebody else down there to drive to go before we went to the hospital. They want him to go back to work two weeks later. Just drive. He said, well, can't you just drive with the one arm? And they gave him 200 quid cash. Something. And he sort of, and he did it. He did it. He came back to work, just driving with my arm. But that's the problem. You have in those kind of jobs. You have no recourse. You just yeah. they that, just say, all right. Mate, well, we're th- not. There was a job. No lunch break. There's no such yeah, thing yeah. as a lunch break. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know. Right. Yeah. But what you're going to do? Go to the union. You know. Yeah. There's nothing like you're keeping your yeah. mouth shut, mate. You're getting cash in hand. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's the but it was caught all the people but. at the bottom of the net where it was like fuck, and some people have been doing it like twenty years that were all fucked up. None of them could read. Like they just there was no need. They were just like mm. hunking stuff around mm. and. It's still all around now. It goes on now. It's everywhere. I wouldn't mm-hmm. say the injury because it's people's lives. But um, yeah, injured, people that have things amputated and just gone back to work and just because they just had to because a lot of these places, they pay at the end of the day. 
So if you're somebody's life's just fucked and you've never had any sort of balance anywhere, yeah, you and you're falling right down the ladder of every job until you're just you've got a drug addict problem or you just want to eat, you're depressed, you're eating shit food, and and they go, hey, it's money tonight. You want the money tonight? You just do the job. You keep your mouth shut. Well, sorry, you're working the sixteen hours, not eight. Want to do it all night? Do you want the money? So they end up doing it, and then and the problem is someone else will do it. Yeah, you know, and then the brain just gets people. duller yeah, and duller and duller until you can't do any other work. You know, you're forty or thirty, whatever. But also, you've got a massive gap in your CV. There's no CV, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you no, can't no, turn no. up and they say, yeah. "What have you been doing for the last twenty years?" Um, holding. Yes, yeah, so now you're stuck there. But because yeah. oh, I worked with some weird people around these jobs, and to be honest, about eight different jobs that, that were like that. Because I was jumping, I had to do jobs where. Everything with the media company is more important. So I had to do stuff where people didn't give a shit whether you came or went. Um, so I was at the, all the bottom jobs. And there's some people I met that was fucking like, had obviously like been in care all their life and like just nice people yeah. that I'd have to lend them. Like I'd have to buy him like a donut because he didn't have any breakfast or any lunch. And I'd have to get him a pack of donuts. And then you'd see him like devouring them and thinking, fuck, he's like proper. But he'd, he'd be so nice. There was one that was so nice. And some he just got paid, and somebody said, "Oh, I got money. Can I be paid? Have you got any money? Can I, can I borrow something?" And he went, "Yeah, yeah." And he took his wallet out and he gave him like half his money, but I think he was doing it out of sort of nervousness and just trying to be kind. And I thought, "You got no fucking money now. Don't give him your." But he was he could never say no to anybody. Mm-hmm. And the, yeah, there was did he guy. get his money back ever? Or? No, the guy who took it from was a fucking idiot. He's just I think he was half scared, and he wasn't being. But he's just this guy. You could say anything to him. Can you help me? Yeah, yeah. No, he's just a very sweet guy. And this other guy was just fucking. He had a, he had too many kids. The wife girlfriend wasn't working. She just sat at home all day. So he was out doing one of these jobs, and he would come and say, "Oh, I haven't got any money." Well, we'd all go get in the van to go and get something to eat in the morning, and he said, "No, I'm just going to sit here." And everyone would fuck off. I go, "You're not going to eat anything." So no, I said, "We had any breakfast?" No, I ain't got any money. My girlfriend took it because she's doing this thing. I'm like, mate, I I can't walk in now. Yeah. So I had to get him like a little bag of fucking shit donuts for a quid because I didn't have no fucking money. And then he'd eat like a load of them. I think, well, how's he going to eat lunch now? So what? Well, now I've got to give him. We'd, I'd give him some money. Oh, yeah, look, it's two quid. Like, I've got a load of money. Just lie so he didn't feel bad. Mm. But then it'd be gone again. He'd, he'd straight away go and spend it and get something to eat. All over the fucking place. One guy couldn't. Was so he, he hurt his back working and he couldn't walk upstairs. But his job was carrying stuff. I was thinking, but you you can't walk upstairs. Like you're fucked. Your back's fucked. But well, I can sort of lift stuff and pack stuff in. So he does that. You know. This is fucking mental, and it's like it's, a, it's everywhere these jobs, but no one knows because it's just people that got no defences. I said before I was at a meeting with a business guy, talking about the magazine, and fucking all of them, all the magazines, because they've been abusing people. And I was trying to explain to him that why it's a as bad as child abuse or sex abuse, bad information. It's because I said to him, there's people that grow up and don't have defences like you do. For their all intents and purposes, they're like 10-year-olds. They haven't been brought up in a family that teaches them love and integrity and dignity and self-respect. So what they do is they sort of uh, have reverence for uh, for uh, anyone that's sort of got a proper job or talks in a magazine about something. And they try stuff because they think, oh, let me try that. Oh, he said, oh, it's me again. Oh, well, that failed. Oh, it's me again. And they haven't got defences. So you got to having magazines with shit information about this diet and that thing and how to do that exercise and buy that thing. You're abusing people that haven't got defences up. There are people that are living, the adults, that haven't got defences. They've got nobody to trust, so they, they listen to professionals. And if you spill out bad information that everyone else does, you're abusing those people. You're abusing them. So um, I knew a guy who was constantly, he would keep beating himself up that, oh, we tried this, it didn't work. And tried that, it didn't work. It's the, same, it's the thing you're being taught is bollocks. 
but his self-esteem was shit because he kept buying this book, buying that, going to see him, going to talk to that. And he goes, no, and I said, that's fucking abuse, man. You're really abusive. It's all right for you to read a magazine, a stupid diet, even though sometimes it will get to you. But you've got a sort of level of esteem and dignity and intelligence that you don't buy into stupid things. But certain people haven't got that. Mm. And that's what annoys me about all the shit information. It's like, no, that's abuse. It's not a thing that's just everyone's doing it, so that's the way it is. People read this crap. You know, it's, it's sort of like like the Fox News and the, tr- the Trump people. They believe what that prick's saying. Mm. Oh, I wanted to do a po- Trump podcast, actually. <laughs> Have you been following it? I said, that guy, I'd say he's probably the biggest con man that's ever lived. Like, and I look back over it because I look for extreme personalities yeah. and you can go back to sort of vaudeville where people were tricksters and things like that and you got the, it was the, the guy that did the Pyramid Scream in America, Madoff and oh, all yeah, that. Madoff, yeah, yeah. But Trump, like since he was born, he's basically been lying about everything. Like everything's a con from his background, the business, the money he got, so he got just got his. His well, defa- he, <laughs> he said as his wor- as his best lie. Well, my dad just gave me a million and sent me into New York. And yeah, that's I, all I, I was just got myself from scratch. Not yeah, a million. yeah, a million pounds and a portfolio of properties, and then it turns out no, it was four hundred million plus. You lost it all. Plus, you've had business. He has had casinos go bankrupt, which is, I mean, that's quite impressive work. Dad kept bailing him out of the casinos and he kept fucking it up. And then he had to borrow money from his sister. He fucked that up. When he lost everything, he talks about, oh, I lost everything. I was 800 million in debt. How'd you get out of it? Well, sort of about 800 million from my dad's parents and my dad's mates. You go, hang on. And then when you trace it back, and you look at all the stuff, he's, and like it's not business. He never runs business. He just licenses his name, yeah, but, so and it's, it's like his Trump, dad's name. Yeah, Trump stake, isn't it? And he's Trump always lost Trump. everything. And the only time he's got checked, like because he doesn't want to give his details across, because they're saying he's worth ten billion when he's running for government. The only time they've checked, he's had to pro- provide his uh, what they call it tax uh, returns. Tax returns. It, they said at best it was five million. Like that, that's what he owned, and that was back then. And he's constantly got money from people and lost it. Got it all, lost it. And then when his dad was dying, he tried to con his own father to the point where his dad had to go. He's trying to w- wangle things with the death certificate, uh, the, 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 the uh, what do you call it when you left over money? The will. The will. Mm-hmm. Um, he was trying to put himself in positions where his dad, he was even a bit iffy himself. You can see in his face. <laughs> no, it just looks like someone who's no soul. It's just like just that oh. evil look, sort of crow face look. He said um, the dad went to this others the sister who was a barrister yeah. to say could you look over this and she said no 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 he's yeah, trying to wangle judge, isn't yeah she's think, a bar- yeah. he's trying to wangle his way in really to get more money because he'd always pissed away the 400 million over the years since he was a child he was a millionaire at like eight because his dad was putting money into the it accounts is. for him and what he did is he just became a con man a con man con man and when he got to the point where why you think he's a billionaire or a rich person he's not even a billionaire he's never been a billionaire never had hundreds of millions why you think he's a, a businessman is because he conned Forbes he lied to Forbes magazine in the 80s saying to him about his dad's business saying he owned 80% of it and they valued the dad's business but nobody actually checked the accounts so they put him in Forbes then he used Forbes magazine mm. to get loans to say well look Forbes. they assuming Forbes had checked this stuff then it turned out he owned like 3% of the companies dad owned. He didn't own, own none of it, but he was going around doing a... So It's quite clever. I mean, I don't admire No, but this is what I mean. He's, quite clever. He, he's the biggest con. And it's, you, when you trace it back, like all the stuff's coming out now, I mean, there's, they've got, there's a documentary, mate, and you go, well, this guy's a real low level. He's pathetic. Like he was phoning up um, media companies 
talking about Donald Trump, but it was him. And you can hear his voice. I mean, he uses the same words, the way he talks, his cadence, everything. Well, he does but have the best words. But he's putting on a stupid <laughs> voice. And in it, he's saying, because the woman in this documentary, we'll probably get it to watch, actually. She said, I knew everyone in the, the organization. And suddenly this bloke turned up, whatever, Barris, something Barrister or whatever. And he's going, hi, hi, yeah, I'm just talking about uh, Trump. Yeah, you should print some stuff in the magazine about this. And she's going, well, who are you? And she said, I know everyone in there. I've never heard of this guy. And they said, it sounded like Donald Trump. And he's going, oh, no, no, Donald's great. You know, he, oh, he's magnificent. He, you should write that, write magnificent. Oh, he's dating, yeah, oh, the, he loves <laughs> ladies. Ladies love him. I think Madonna's trying to date him. And you hear it and you go, oh, you are pathetic. Like, and, but he's, he's taking the celebrity approach to business because that's what yeah. celebrities do. They plant stories well, that, about that's themselves. After The yeah. Apprentice, but the, on the autobiography that I listened to him, he, they said basically before The Apprentice, the phone weren't ringing, mate. Like he was the only one that would do it because it was supposed to be just some shitty little midnight thing and he's the only one to do it. And then it happened to catch on. Yeah. But then they promoted this fact of where he'd been all his life. And, but it was all bollocks. Yeah. And when you yeah. watch talking about his dad, he started one company, failed, his dad bailed him out, started another company, failed, dad had to come back. And eventually his dad said, I ain't fucking doing this anymore. Mm. And then his, when his dad was dying, he was worrying that his son was going to basically... Fr- For it real, eh? So he... Worded that he tried to con his dad to the door to get involved. So you think he's never been worth fuck all. He's never somebody. There's a, a guy on NBC say, and they're saying about oh, he's a businessman. He said, Tell me your business he's run. He's going, Well, the, the Trump, he goes, No, 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 that he licensed his name. Tell me your business he's actually run. And the guy couldn't come up with a business. The ones that he had started, like the Taj Mahal and all that, yeah. they fucking conned all the business people. The properties, the, the, the families that that guy crippled, where he'd get you to do the work and pay for stuff, and then he'd have it done. And then basically go, fuck you. And then you've lost the money and now you're a family business, a business builders, whatever. Well, you, you can't sue him because you've got no money. And he would do that again and again. But then the whole thing would get built on the back of family companies that he just like, crippled. And, he's so, and that's in the 80s. And so when you see him in the 80s, when you're talking about being a billionaire, he was never a billionaire. It was all this yeah. family. And he lost it all. So anything he's ever got has lost. The famous one they got caught out was, I think it was one of the casinos, not the Taj, it was the other one where he wasn't paying his bills, so his father had to keep coming in, buying millions of pounds worth of um, chips. And what do you mean? So his bill, what, his gambling? So his gambling debt? The license, for the, no, for the, the casino, you have to pay bills, obviously, because he doesn't, you never own anything, it's all no, no. debt on debt. But he wasn't keeping up the bill payments, so when they were oh, going to close yeah. it down, his father would come in, buy him millions of pounds worth of chips, and then just walk out the door. No, but the money the went into it. To, you know, get daddy to bail him out. But he did it, it a I'm few sure. times. And like, it was, like they knew that on the records that he bought and just walked out the door, like three million pounds or a million. And that, but he just kept doing it and kept doing it. So from a kid, he was worth a million. I think at eight, he had a million pounds worth of... Mm. He was given over his lifetime, for, it turns out 400 million that they found out. He said he owned all these things that he didn't own. It was all licensed name. He's, he, the whole thing, from a start to now... It's been a big con job. It's full con. But again, that sounds like someone who's never had anyone to tell him no or tell him. Well, this is why they said he he, there's no responsibility, and it's. I think when you get to that that age of what of seventy now, the synapses in your brain have never developed the thought of I really don't care about you. You, I can just say whatever, do whatever, and walk off. Like when he just lies off the cuff when he doesn't have to. And there's lots of why. But sometimes he doesn't. He isn't lying. He's just telling you, you know. Yeah, but that's a very small part. Yeah, Everything yeah. else is just ask. So, like the, the woman's fact checking him as he's talking. He's going, "Oh, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're doing." He goes, "What are you talking?" She's telling you. But I think you're but speaking. You can just... I can see why that totally works. I can see this guy's. You can't. 
that that's it's it's fact proof it's because he just goes no you're an idiot you know it's it yes it's very puerile and it's very childish and it's very playground you know he's he's he always seems like he's one sentence away from saying well my dad could beat up your dad yeah. you know it yeah. but it's it's all just like but all you do is just say oh no the newspapers are lying to you and don't we all believe that he just, so he's just saying what the person because normally uh, a politician wouldn't say, oh, it's fake news. You know, this is brilliant. I think it's brilliant. Well, no, he can just say anything is fake well, news. Well, he's literally projecting himself. Like, they say everything he says is him. And yeah. when he's having to go, you're nasty, you're a liar, you're this, you're stupid, you're an idiot, you're a child. He's riddled with insecurity. So all he does is attack. And because you've never, not when you're 30, 40, 50, he's never been responsible. There's always been somebody to back him up for everything he's ever done. Yeah. Mm. So when he just says stuff off the cuff, he's now on autopilot. I say stuff and do stuff. You could show me that there and say, that's that's a bottle of Coke. And I'll say it's a bottle of water. You're a bloody idiot and just walk off because you've never been responsible even for sentences that you're saying now. And then when, because he's always just come along like with the, the Apprentice and now the Presence. He's come along when we're at the lowest. It wouldn't have worked in the 60s or 70s because you had to, he's come along when reality TV, when we've reached that sort of nadir, we're at the bottom now. And, He's just exploited that. So he's done nothing. He's done. He's done, not a smart guy. He's always so smart. No, he's just an idiot that came along when there was a lot of other idiots. So he can say whatever he wants because his followers have got no interest in facts or anything. What he's doing, exploiting their failure in their life. So they're angry and they're annoyed about the world. And he comes along and says, yeah, this is why. Yeah, But he's also them. exploiting you know, all these past failing, you know, the things that, so he can say, oh, it's the fake news. Because don't, we all, how many times have you seen news reports and then they go, actually, this turned out to not be true. So you can say fake news because they told this, you know, whatever. Yeah, but they say they got her that, that from the Russians. As soon as he went to the Russians, started meddling around then, he started coming back and using their sort of exploits and saying, well, just say it's fake, make everything fake and then no one cares. That all started when he started meddling around with Russian people. Yeah. And now he's got caught out saying, I had nothing to do with Russia. And they're saying, well, actually, you did because that investigation is saying, well, you were going backwards and forwards for ages. But he won't have to answer for it because he's... he's, he's base of fans it's like if it, they're, they're not they're not logical people so they they've arrived at the position they've arrived at through emotions like i think most people so you can't their hearts and not their heads I think no there's are. a level i think they're just pure they're basically low level but I, I don't think that can be uh, because it wasn't you know obviously he didn't win the popular vote but he still won enough that i can't believe that they're all however many tens of millions that's a bit all. that's a lot of but well you've got a you've got a few factions there's a lot of just ignorant angry people that the way the world should be better like however whenever it's supposed to be better don't actually know when america was supposed to be great but he says it but then you've got people in business that want things then you've got the people that well i don't know who to vote for but he's just going to kick the cards over yeah and he's but he's also it's not the same because it's so radically different it's not polished it's not he hasn't got pr people you know um, yeah, but they tried to take Twitter off him, didn't they? And that lasted yeah. all of about two days. He fired and then, them, I think. Yeah, <laughs> but then he just went back on it. And people, yeah. you know, and you look at his Twitter feed and obviously there's people saying, this is bullshit, you're going to get um, impeached, everything like that. But he has m so many people that then come to his defence. Yeah, but remember that it's, and saying, oh, it's you're, because you're... we've reached a certain level that people, he, he just came along at the right time. Like Malcolm X used to say, some people come wrong, but the season has to change. You know, so you plant a seed, but it's only in winter or summer it's going to grow. And in, in terms of generations, he came along with reality TV, weren't here, mate. We weren't all dumb and stupid. He wouldn't have got that. He still would have got a load of votes for being honest and being, you know, this outlier and kicking the cards over and all that. But he wouldn't have got anywhere. But it's he came at the point where the lowest version of reality was about, and everyone just cared about what. But it you is say because he's a celebrity as well. I mean, yeah, I think. so that's what it's I mean. The name. Yeah. So it's I've just, heard of it, Trump. I'll vote for him when they look at when it comes to the nominees. 
Yes, people but, probably thought it was funny. Yeah, exactly. But I think they're also like, well, hey, um, and I can't remember where Ted Cruz was the governor of or the senator from, you know. But <clears throat> but it's like, but how many people apart from those who voted for him in his seat? How many other people in America have heard of Ted Cruz until yeah. that nomination thing? You go, oh, yeah. So, I mean, what he's done is what, but it's all accidental. He's done nothing other than just be a moron yeah. at a time when there's a lot of other morons. That's all. It, and everything he said, if he was saying stuff, and you go, well, he's stupid, he's an idiot, but he will change stuff. No, he hasn't. All he's done is just been self serving. So it's just, it was bollocks. The whole yeah. thing was, he's not even the thing that you thought, well, he's done it like he's a moron, but at least he might shuffle things up a bit. He's not even doing that. He's just. Doing things for himself. So is he like building the, the wall though? Uh, sort Someone, of. Yeah. It's low. Now it's it, the voting came up and like started talking about it again. It was funny when they were talking about it. talking about the migrants coming over. They were sending reporters down to the wall. <laughs> they were like a thousand miles away, but they're doing reports from the wall. And they sent all the soldiers down there. And then the day after the election happened, he's never heard about it again. Yeah. But it was just constantly. But this, then this Russia thing coming out and going, well, you were doing deals with them. You were trying, well, I sort of was, but I wasn't. And just the constant footsteps of oh shit, these are people that actually are chasing me up about stuff I'm doing. Mm. So now this is the, where he's getting the anger because for the first time in his life, this isn't media, this is like lawyers and solicitors and yeah. letters where he now is being hit with a wall of, hang on, I'm not being responsible for stuff. I can say what and do what I want. But people go, no, you're signing letters and things yeah. now. You can't do this anymore. But for all of his life... He just lied and bullshit. It'd be and to see if he can stay ahead of it. If he can, but it's funny to watch. To be one step ahead. Of it. <laughs> yeah, but it's t- every, it's tightening like the loose. Yeah, yeah. yeah the you net can is. see it a wee bit as well in the way he is as well. Like you can see he's well, kind he's of a being child. cornered. So now. he starts being angry and yeah. starts accusing and shouting at people and, and ha- getting rid of all your mates around you because because you're basically going. I will because that really that sort of the person he is. Is capable of absolutely anything rather than be a com- like people go. Why doesn't the president do this? Go, oh, he's a sociopath. But he's also never had any kind of you know. If I'm doing the wrong thing, why am I? I mean, obviously, even before he was the president, just in your brain, you would go, "Well, if I'm so wrong, why am I living in a, these lovely, fabulous mm-hmm. houses? And why am I? No, why yeah, am so my wife's is, supermodels? I mean, but, and why do I have oh, everything that?" Is but wonderful? when he's reached that age now, so this is not a 20, yeah, yeah, 30 yeah. year old. When he reached that age now, your brain has not developed the sort of synapses to be a res- responsible for anything you've ever done. So he's now basically hypnotized himself he assumes absolutely well, you're wrong and when the wall of sort of reality and lawyers and things that you have to answer for comes into him he can't unjust to it because he's completely hypnotized into thinking he is what he is but it's all fake but he's been doing it for so long that he's now and that's what i said from the start he is the biggest not i wouldn't say the greatest because he's not that smart he's just sort of stuck it's all right to be a con man if you come from nothing but if you're a con man and you've got 400 million in the bank, well, then you can create anything you want. It's not yeah. hard. You you're can open things stupid. up. Yeah. <laughs> but So he's not even a good con man. He's just stumbled along and things have happened and people are saying yeah, the reality. Yeah, he's got away with it. Yeah, so, but I think in terms of what he's done, that is the biggest con man that's ever lived because it's been throughout his life constantly at every level. It is amazing, maybe not in, in, in a good way, that he became president. Like, that is insane. Like, we all, we all thought it was a joke to begin with. Yeah. And we all thought, and you keep hearing, oh, oh, actually, he only did it because he thought it would help boost his popularity and blah, blah, blah. And he didn't really want to be president. I call bullshit on that. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, no really one. He could have easily stepped out of it. He could have yeah. been like, you know, come up with something and say, oh, actually, I went to the doctor and they said my heart's really bad. So I'm yeah. going to take some da da da. Or Melania. But you know, make up some bullshit. He doesn't know he's a con man. That's the thing. He, he In his head, this is the way it should be. It's only when the world has changed around him that he's going, I don't understand what's happening there. Why do you not understand? Why are you so stupid? You don't understand. Like what on the reporter when he said, she asked him a direct question and he went, 
And it was a proper question. The editor goes, "Do you know what? That's a stupid question. You really are stupid." And he's like, and he goes, "No, because somebody's asked you a direct thing." Yeah. There was a woman that said to him, "You said oh on the plane when you said you didn't know that Stormy Daniels woman. You said you had nothing to do with it. Like the woman that said to him on the plane, they play it back. Mm. You said to me, uh, oh, well, they play it. Do you know Stormy? And I've never heard of her. No, nothing. And then he says, "Oh, I do know her." And he said, "But you said you didn't." You are stupid. You are uh, stupid. And you go, but no, she's going. Go, like oh, she goes. Well, go and watch the video. It's her saying. Yeah. It. She said, "Go and go back. You need to go back and watch the video." And, you go, and they play the video back, and he's saying the opposite of what he's saying. The thing about, it, I mean, obviously, it's scummy to to sort of cheat on your wife, especially when she allegedly, while uh, while she's <laughs> pregnant and everything like that. Yeah. But it's sort of man denies having affair is not really. I'm sorry, that's not breaking news. I know he's the president, but it's it's the same like Bill Clinton. Obviously, to me, it wasn't so much that he lied. Um, about having uh, any kind of sexual contact with sexual relations yeah I don't know have <laughs> but it's like well guy lies about having an affair you know it's not a thing but it's did he abuse his position of power how consensual was that relationship is it a bit I mean in America they're a lot more strict about relationships in the workplace yeah, yeah. than they are here I think um, but uh, you know that. so it's it, again the Stormy Daniels thing is it's not necessary that he lied about having an affair because I'm like mm, sorry that, yeah. that's what people yeah. do who have affairs yeah. but it's, did he use money that yeah, was not did. intended you know yeah. did he if he used his own private money to um, pay her off that's fine no it's but not, he's always had buffers he, around yeah but always I, from buffers. what I gather isn't, the, isn't it because he used campaign funds or he used something yeah but the guy his paid it who was running his campaign and he said well we took it from there but yeah. now he's saying I never gave him the money well he's fucked him he's ridiculous he's like, I don't know nothing about it well I did but I didn't know that was for that and then well yeah. I didn't know that, well there was money but and then one hand he's sort of like diligent about everything and the next thing oh I can't remember anything they played him one saying well I can't remember every detail then got, they play a video of him saying I've got an excellent memory everything goes through yeah. I think he just doesn't know so and the walls are just tightening in on it and he's selling the soul of everyone around him to protect yeah. himself and the, like even his family going to get in trouble but he just doesn't understand that he can't understand he's not a con man in his head he just doesn't understand why the world don't understand him but um, yeah to watch it <laughs> the noose getting tighter and tighter and they're all fucking panicking um, but yeah, so he is, I, I put him down as the greatest, uh, the biggest con man that's ever existed. It's funny. We, um, you just got to watch the documentaries of him on the phone doing impersonations and, and saying like, oh, the lo- way ladies love him. Madonna wants to date him. Put that down. Don't forget to mention, and you're going, and because he know, you could just hear his cadence and the voice, eh, hi, I'm so Is he putting on voice? <laughs> Hi, it's not it's Donald that. Trump. He's putting on a really <laughs> over the top. Yeah. And he, but it's the greatest. It's Ronald. <laughs> <laughs> she played, She went to somebody else at work there and yeah. said, do you know this person, like this journalist? And she went, oh, that's Donald being stupid. Like, But when you listen, you can hear his voice it's and you can hear the, 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 the New York accent. That it's just a bit sad, isn't it? It's really sad. Is it true you've got that much money? Yeah, couldn't you but pay he for didn't. Can't, can't this you, is the thing. No, but like, you know, you pretend that you've got that much money. Find something better to do with your life than try But and... if you think since you, you've you only ever known richness and, but, and then oh, your yeah, dad dies, you've got to keep up that pretense of the... Not a millionaire rich guy. You've got to keep up the pretense of a billionaire, which is why they say now with the Saudis and the Russians, basically he's never had any money. So he's constantly having to do deals to try and get money to keep up the pretense, which means mm. I will do things with Russia. I will do sell things with Saudi and plan for when I'm not here to have money. But then he's fucking himself up because, again, he doesn't realise you can't do that anymore. This isn't a world where people will let you get away with things. There's, a, there's an enemy against you. You can't just be going to Forbes and telling them you earn money and telling them this and then them printing it. This is like law that you can't abide. So, but it, when you watch it back, all the stuff, you go... Fuck, he's lied about everything ever. He's never run no businesses. He's never had any money. He's 
conned everyone. He, the, when you go back to the 70s, man, the things he did to... He's basically, they say he's a bottom feeder where he'd come in when you're on your last legs mm. and he'd offer you a little bit more than nothing. Yeah. But then he, that's how he'd get ahead. And then everything he's ever had, he's borrowed from other people. He lost it all, but he then borrows from friends and found that and he loses that. And then he has to go elsewhere because they're not giving him any more money and the family. Does. And it's just like everywhere he's gone, he's just been a con man. <laughs> he's done fuck all. Um, yeah, but so again, yeah. if people keep, you know, if he's, if he's getting a punishment, he's like, well, they keep giving me money. Yeah, so he's you in know. his head, well, I'm right and you're wrong. Yeah, and but, uh, but that's the thing is he's never been proved wrong from his perspective. He's, obviously, it's out of whack, but he's never been proved wrong. Yeah. And even if he is proved wrong, he never admits to being yeah, wrong. Yeah, exactly. He just everyone goes, else's fault. Well, this, yeah. is, this is the thing with the tax returns, mate, why he will commit murder to keep them intact. Because once those tax returns come out, mate, that shows what you don't have, what you've done, where you've got money from. So he will yeah. sacrifice every human being around him, including his family, to make sure that that does not happen. Because that's, that's reality in your face, mate. Yeah. Oh, God. Do you, well, is um, New Zealand politics still going well? Most uncorruptible, so. the most uncorrupted yeah. politics, New Zealand. The, the Prime Minister's had her baby now. Is she so. on? Uh, did, is she taking maternity leave or is her husband? Is her husband, her husband pol- looked after yeah, the baby? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. she had to take. Some, I mean, obviously, she must have taken some time out. Surely, you would. Want yeah, to so she um she had like six weeks maternity leave, I think. Is, that, is the, that normal? I don't know how long. I have no idea. Do men get maternity pay or paternity? Maternity. Pay? Yeah, maternity. yeah, I think it varies from country to country. But in England, I don't think there's very much. I think it depends on the employer as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like your situation, like if you are, like if something happens to the mother or something, then obviously your situation's different. So it'd be situational, I believe. Well, well, talking of um, having babies, enjoy your date tonight. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) The record, we will not be having babies. (laughs) Yeah, it's looking way ahead. You never know. (laughs) Um, what are you doing? Are you doing anything special? Don't uh, give names I'm of places. I'm not giving anything out now. But coffee. No, we're just dinner. gonna go have a drink. Yeah, I mean, I would, I don't like to plan dates way ahead because because he think, knows nothing about it. Yeah, but also <laughs> I was thinking like, let's go because I was thinking for a drink. Huh? Yeah, you just mean yeah, we're gonna drink. go have a drink and, and I. And then if it goes well, then you can go for dinner. Yeah, I, that's kind of always the thing because also I don't want to place. I always feel like otherwise if you say, oh, we'll go here and then we'll do this, and then, then the person feels trapped. You know, somebody I feel wanted to go on me, don't me once, and then want to go to the theatre. I thought, I don't really, like, you don't go, the first thing you do is you meet somebody and talk to them and yeah. get to know them. So you, you have to go for a drink first, then theatre. Yeah, that's a terrible way to start, to go, well, I'm going to go on a date, but let's do stuff. What? I don't know, you, you know. I think it depends on the thing. If you go around, um, you know, you can go to a museum and a gallery and you can talk about the things as you're seeing them. I think uh, if you go to the theatre, you've got, what, 45 minutes of sitting there in silence. Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> and then you can quickly cram in a conversation in the interval. Why like, you're fighting to get your ice cream when your drinks done? The fact somebody like would that. even say that is like, right? No, we're not right. Like, you don't go. You want to meet somebody? That's like a second date. I would call that like a second date kind of thing. Even so, second date is a bit. Yeah, still much. You still second date it depends how much you talk between them. in the interim and everything like that, isn't it? I think. <laughs> the two people on Tinder go, "What the fuck are you talking about? Second date? I've after the first date, mate. You meet, you do your thing, and then maybe you speak again." Maybe no. you speak again. Surely, hopefully, <laughs> you speak again. No, no, they maybe. Don't. Listen, I'm from the world of the alley and then back into the nightclub with somebody else. So that's the world they, I've been around people Lovely. where I knew a girl, right? <laughs> so I'll, I'll end on this, right? Oh, God. <laughs> Why not just you let it? I put up as much. <laughs> so I knew a, I was outside a club. Well, I was working. I'm not shaking your out there again. Uh, no, it wasn't me. <laughs> this is watching other people play. That's why I'm so annoyed by society. That I, so I was outside. Uh, and she was, she was a regular in the club, and I said, I knew a boyfriend, they were together for about probably 18 months, something like that. 
some guys come in from the army. She disappeared. The guy came back. I said, oh, where'd you go? What's her name? Oh, and Liz Collins has got a great blowjob offer. He spoke to his mate. The f- she was still with a friend. All three, three of them left. She came back, smiling. And I said, she went like, and she came in and then the boyfriend. And if they met in front of me like that, the boyfriend turned up. She kissed him right there, glazing, like nothing me. I, I wasn't there. And then just went in and sat there. And I thought, you fucking So hold on, she... Um, gave a blowjob to a stranger she just met. I was trying to find a really nicer way to say it, basically. But yeah, but, yeah came so in. Like, but then it turned out her boyfriend <laughs> arrived. And yeah, I knew them. them. I knew them. So I knew her. They were regulars at this club. But then she was in there and two guys from the army come in. Then they just disappeared. And I thought, oh, that's weird. And then one of... He came back before her. Then they went. And then she came back and she just went on. Oh, because she knew I knew the boyfriend. Yeah. And then the boyfriend turned up. And she didn't go, I've got to meet him up the road because that dorm was just seen. Right in front of me, he turned up and she gave him a kiss and walked in. You've got to have to mouthwash or something. But just this is what I mean. Or, you you know, what, just don't be a terrible human being. Yeah, don't go suck so This is what I mean. Though. Those people are out else. there. When we're talking about... No, you've got to understand. I've, the, what I've seen inside clubs for 15 years yeah, is like, like Blade horrendous. Runner. I've seen things no people morals, wouldn't believe. No morals, no dignity. <laughs> people lying, telling me not to tell them that they've seen them with other people. People that are married, having affairs, like both of them at the same time. Again, the sex in toilets, disgusting alleyways out there in the car. Girls like sleeping with six guys in one car and coming back into their club. Like... For years, so when you think about like, why I'm angry at society, it's because that's the, that's what goes on. Oh yeah, mate, don't worry about that. Uh, of oh, the sixth I'm, guy, I am six, worried. Six I'm quite worried. Six. <laughs> well, we knew all of them, and then the seventh one came out, and we said to her, you because we knew the seventh one more than the other guy. He said you can't go in there, not with her. And he said, no, no, I'm just gonna get a blowjob. I'm not gonna, there's another blowjob. I'm not gonna get a blowjob. He went in there and said you <laughs> fucked her, didn't you? He went yeah. She came back in happy as Larry, smiling away. Went back into the club. Everyone's happy. <laughs> but for us who have just been subjected yeah. to this, this is seven, is a bit, seven <laughs> is a bit strong. This is seven the bigger is a problem strong, that know. what happened on the day. This is the bigger problem because you now, if you're that girl, if you enjoyed it, not it's not the issue. You have to lie about that for the rest of your life. You can't, the person you marry is never going to be able to know that. Your family, that's something that you. Now I mean, have to, it, you're always going to be the story topper. You know, whenever you're playing, like, <laughs> yeah. never well, have I, I ever. One up you. She can be like, never <laughs> have I ever. Fuck seven blokes, no, the stuff and one I after another. Even, you know, the stuff uh, I couldn't even say on camera. Not illegal, but just the certain. You got to keep a certain level. That's I mean, my we're level. pretty. We're pretty much there. Yeah, right? there like, I feel there, there, yeah. there. the world gets a lot worse than that. Right, listen, we we won't run off. So, good luck on your date. Thank uh, you I'm very really much. Look to it, so we're uh, going to hear about what happened. I feel like. Um, <laughs> Love is dead now after that horrid. After that story, good luck on your day. Yeah, Yeah. this my views are not the the views of anybody else on the podcast. How you? Um, uh, uh, when was the last time you've been on a date? Quite a while, actually. Okay, so it's a, yeah. it's a fairly unique occurrence now that this is happening. Fairly unique occurrence. <laughs> oh God, yeah. are you like rubbing it in? I don't no, know. Do you know what I was, was trying to do then? Concept. I was trying to Can't make it special that you, yeah. you would be specially going on a date. Yeah. Okay, so it's, just an un, it's not a usual thing for you to go. So this person is. No, I've never been like the dating e type person. It's like most people I've had relationships are people I've known. Yeah, like, so this isn't another bouncy date you just ping pong in from one day. No, no, I've never been. Delightful. No, this is a, a good thing. She, wanted, she wants to know about it. She was like, oh, what is the podcast about? Oh, like, said, the, yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. You know what? It's to not be fair. Clear, I do not bounce from people to people. No, that's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, the, I'm not in the car with seven minutes. Is your, is your date from tonight potentially watching this right now? No, she won't be watching it now, no. <laughs> if it goes well, though, she's going to go back and watch it again. He is not holder of fucking thing about the podcast. Where do you go every Sunday? I donate stuff to charity. Um no, but what I'm saying is that it's good that you don't bounce around on dates. No. This is a, a fairly unique thing. And that's the way it should be. It shouldn't be 
jumping on date from the date. So good luck on it all. Um, it'd you. be great to hear what happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he literally got his hand in his face. And anyway, enjoy your water. Yeah, lovely. Elder yes, water. I'm enjoying this delicious. We're looking refreshed. We've You're looking forgotten refreshed. the uh, corporate message. Eldest company. Minty fresh breath Minty fresh for breath. your date. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's fantastic. Are this you enjoying your gold water? My gold water is great. You got you felt sunburnt, but now you're feeling better after yeah. the gold. <laughs> the healing properties. It is it anti-inflammatory? So you, you you seem to have forgotten about your sunburn for a while. I mean, hearing about it's someone the fucking seven people in the and car, the water. Yeah, yeah, it kind of well, pushes out. The, the combo has been fab. I, I, no, I was going to say we could do like a, well, I was going to say over 18s podcast, <laughs> and just I could tell you some stuff. I think you can you tell us anyway. You can't I mean, police that though, can you? When no, I was actually thinking about putting an 18 stamp on this, just yeah, that's to we, just to wise. make the, just so the kids would definitely watch it. I'm but, not sure kids are watching the podcast, you know, podcasts in general. Oh, oh, some of them are. Yeah, yeah. yeah as a kind of overarching the kids, you know. Oh, right, yeah. They were on Fortnite. They were well, on the kids are 30-year-olds nowadays. The maturity level seems to have vanished. There are no sort of adults anymore. Mm-hmm. It just seems to be the children running children. As with back to McDonald's, kids feet up on the... Not not for toddlers. That should be for kids. Like, there's adults don't care anymore. Well, yeah, there was. Yeah, used to be the old McDonald's playgrounds, wasn't there? Yeah, no, but let's see but that. Now That's it's just your seating now, as a playground. Yeah, sit there. In fact, we'll take the seats away. Now you have to look like an idiot like everybody else. Oh, man. Like, it annoys me because I'm not... Do you Have not some feel mint like water and it will calm you down. It'll be anti- hang on, hang on. I don't, I don't believe you. <laughs> See, I quite like oh, that. You're right. <laughs> there was a Burger King in Brighton. It's still there, but what they used to have was a cinema in the Burger King. So you would go. So you couldn't. It a wasn't Burger like King in this. No, it no there was a cinema in the back. Not very big, but the idea was it was for kids' parties. And I was like, this is brilliant. This is the dream. But yeah. I watched the, the Queen film. We'll end on this. I watched. The, have you seen the Queen film that come out? Which one? Uh, no, Bohemian Rhapsody. About yeah. Oh, I, see. Oh, I thought you meant Her Majesty. That's the Queen. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Have you seen it? Yeah. That's a good film. Yeah, I'm not into great. those sort of things, yeah. but it was done really well. The guy on that, that Remy fella that did him, mm. ooh, that's a good actor, man. But like, they all, I all thought they, um, I mean, the, the chap, I've forgotten his name now, Gwilym, yeah, who I mean, was playing Brian May. Yeah, I thought that was him for if, a bit, Well, <laughs> quite a bit. Of I mean, I don't know anything about them. So when I saw yeah. I reference, I thought, was that him? But it was one of those things I thought, God, if you told me, I knew it wasn't, but I... I thought, God, if you told me that that was Brian May's son right, playing yeah. Brian May, like you know, like they had yeah. Ice Cube's son playing Ice Cube in the um, Trade Out of Compton, yeah. if they'd done that and said, "Oh, this is Brian May's son playing Brian May," I'd have totally believed you. Like but he, he looked oh, and sounded like it was like really, really good film. And another film about uh, a misunderstood creative that nobody <laughs> went down in flames. <laughs> like, Who are we talking about here, Trump yeah, or yeah, you? Or... No, so, yeah, so. <laughs> and on that note, you're absolutely right. Uh, so that's it. Thank you very much. Yay. Bye. Do we have Bye. to wave? Oh, I keep leaving that. You've been listening to the Via Lucci podcast, recorded in London with your hosts, Tom Wheelahan, Theo X, and myself, Shanian and Darren. To get in touch with the show, go to vialucci.com and follow the links. So, until next time, be good to each other, be good to yourself, and have a great day. Watching shadows on the wall, and the bottom screen that's cold, I'm in the corner with my head in the dream. To myself, I quietly think so many things to get you off. And I cough and I scoff and take another drag.